What's up, Jack? Yeah, the damage situation and the bomb crash. Uh, have you ever engaged in anything like that yourself? First of all, you're a moron for calling up with that nonsense. That's my night. Not what you guys Okay, number one. All right. Jack in Lakewood, what's up, Jack? Yeah, regarding the situation with bomb crash, uh, have you ever engaged in anything like that yourself? First of all, you're a moron for calling up with that nonsense. That's when that, not what you asked to call about. 
Okay, number one. All right, number two, uh, I have not. But you know what? You're just a jerk for even calling up the show and wasting our time with that. Brian in Staten Island, what's up, Brian? Under your very eyes, I have a wedge. Oh, thank God. Of a beautiful apple pie. And the flavor? The flavor's amazing.
know I'm living in a nightmare. But the cream rise to the top. Oh yeah. That ain't got means nothing. Started. All units prepare for activation. 25. Production androids activated. Now. The tape is rolling. The red orb is glowing. 20. Audience receptor units activated. Now. 15. Music distribution equipment activated. Now. 10. 9. 8. 7. 6. 5. All units activated. Countdown terminating. Countdown complete. All units functioning. Movement commencing. We have liftoff. No, your podcast is not my podcast. Your podcast is your podcast. My podcast is my podcast. Spring break. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the WWE favorite band in the whole world, Limp Biscuit! I love me listen to dancing and Black Sabbath!
<laughs> What's up, everybody? Hi, hi. Welcome to the best show. My name's Tom. I'm the host of tonight's episode. How are you tonight on this wet May evening? Oh, it's raining again in New Jersey. What a surprise. Dumb rain. You had enough of this rain, Mike? All right. Calm down. Talking too much. Give me some energy. This guy, once he sold the final calendar, I guess I, I guess I can mark that on my calendar. The last day he lost enthusiasm for the show was when he sold his final calendar. And he unloaded these things. We can say it now that the thing's out. That they're all, that there's, that they're gone. It's a great calendar. But you got to admit, Mike, there must have been one moment where you were sweating it. Looking at those boxes. Saying, am I really going to bring this calendar into the world? This guy had, this guy, this guy tied his uh, life savings into this calendar. Basically. Into the manufacturing of it. He was like, he was like, it was like the, the Kentucky Derby, but for calendars. And is that the most, oh, the Kentucky Derby. The one day people watch horse racing. I was at a place and it was on and everybody's like, oh, the Kentucky Derby's on. Do you know any of the horses? No. Yeah, me neither. The horse is disqualified. Okay. whoop de do Like Derek Coleman said, whoop de damn do The wisdom of number 44 grows each and every day. Well, whoop de damn do Nobody's been able to find me the audio for that, by the way. Derek Coleman, New Jersey Nets uh, All-Star, saying to a reporter, whoop de damn do I'm telling you, you find me that audio, you're in the you're in the Hall of Fame, Best Show Hall of Fame. You name you name what you want, you get it. You name what you want. It's all yours. The world will be your Erster at that point. Right? Remember when Frankie goes to Hollywood said the world No, that's uh that was what you called said that. Um uh, uh, the Smashing Pumpkins. They said the world is a vampire. But Frankie Goes to Hollywood said, The world is an oyster. Everybody can say what they want, and I'm going to say what I want here on The Best Show. Let's get it started, shall we? The topic tonight, uh, we're talking about alternate timelines. We'll track through all. You suggest a thing, like what if blank happened, and then we'll go through how that would impact everything. Mike, I want you to think of two of them. Studio, I want you to think of two of them. Pat, I want you to think of two of them. And I'm telling you, if you don't, you're out. I'll throw you out in the rain right now. You'll be outside. I'll leave you out in the rain all night. But let's start the show. The number is 201-332-3484 if you want to call and be a part of the program. And I say to you now, let the best show begin. Let it begin, huh? Here we go.
What's up, everybody? How are you tonight here on this uh, lovely May evening where it's soaking wet here in uh, the, uh, the, the, the New Jersey, New York area? My name's Tom, and it's the best show. Tom Sharpling, what's up? Phone number 201-332-3484. How are you? Got a full house here tonight. One of the rare nights all three of these uh, layabouts all show up at the same time. It's like uh, Halley's Comet. That's fine. That's fine. They, they like doing other things. Mike asked me, he said, uh, I don't think I can be here next week. Why? He's like, I'm probably going to go check out Infinity War. Like... Infinity War? That's not even the new one. That's the one that came out last year. And he was like, Yeah, I can't see Endgame until I see Infinity War. Like, and then I was like, Oh, Mike. Yeah, street copy. You probably got a street copy of it. Because this guy's from Bayonne. Let me tell you about, if you're new to the show, and there's a lot of people who are new to the show, and I welcome you. If you're new to the best show, welcome. Mike is a guy, he screens the calls, he's been an associate producer, he's been here uh, almost as long as I have. And he lives in the city of Bayonne. Now this is a city where, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's really the kind of place that uh, you, either, you either leave Bayonne to make it, or you kind of make it in Bayonne. Mike's the guy who made. He stayed. He stayed. Because who did who left? Uh, Frank Langella. We all know him. He split. He grew up in Bayonne. Split. First chance he got. Uh, George Railroad Martin. George R. R. Martin, the creator of uh, the hit uh, home box office show uh, Game of Thrones. Which I guess, how many more episodes are there? Two. Two more? I guess the big news with that is that somebody left a coffee cup on a table. Boy, that's an exciting show where everybody... The only thing anybody talks about is the... Because I don't watch it and I tried to piece together what happened and apparently a coffee cup was a part of the plot. I guess there was a, because there's the one guy, uh, what's that one dude's name on the show? Dinklage? What's that? Tyrion. And he's always just like, is he always just like, ah, I'm going to get you. Right? Is that his deal? He's cowardly. So he's like, Ugh. Because I saw one clip where he, I guess I did see a clip where he was rather cowardly, where someone was like, where's, where is he? And he like put a lampshade on his head and stood really still pretending to be a lamp. And then uh, they lifted the lamp up. He had a light bulb in his mouth and it lit up when they clicked down on the lamp. 
That was ra- rather cowardly. So there's him. There's the uh, the blonde lady. And she's like dragon dragon lady or something. She commands the dragons. Is that true? Okay. And there's other characters beyond those two? Or it's just those two? All right. Everyone's a virgin. How goody. Well, I guess they uh, decided to make the audience feel at home. So, uh, anybody, uh, see, follow this Game of Thrones? Apparently, uh, most of the characters are virgins, it turns out. Uh, I guess they wanted to make the audience feel at home. <laughs> you like that one, Mike? Thank you. But this Mike, so this George R.R. R. Martin, he grew up in Bayonne, and it's a rough city. It's a rough city. It's rough. I'm telling you. You go to Bayonne. You go to Bayonne. You're, 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 you're lucky to get out alive. It's, uh, I'm sure one, I'm sure the cops are crooked. Is that true, Mike? You, you can't say. You still live there. You still live there. You'd never, yeah. No, they're, they're on the up and up. Don't worry, Mike. Right? Wink, wink. But it's a pretty rough city, and it's a, it's, a, it's a pretty uh, so so they don't have a movie theater anymore. The closest thing they have to a movie theater is this guy who sells movies out of his trunk, of his car. Um, this guy and Mike always buys these bootleg movies, and he uh, he was bragging that he's got the new uh, Medea movie. And then I looked and one, it came out in like October. Yeah, these, these, this, it's a, it's a pretty bleak, uh, it's a pretty bleak scenario. Uh, but George R.R. R. Martin, and then you see this guy and he's kind of, uh, he's kind of got it, you know, he, he's not exactly, this is not exactly a uh, Lou Ferrigno here walking around. Where he can kind of just like deck people if they get, give him the business. You know what I mean? He's like a normal guy. There's no way this guy didn't get... He didn't get thumped in Bayonne. But good. I, I've met the people of Bayonne. And it, it's just they're... They're a hearty lot. They, uh, but there's no way this guy didn't. He, this guy got out the first train he could get out. And then he went, and apparently Game of Thrones is based on Bayonne, right? Bayonne in Staten Island? Like, so George R.R. R. Martin would put his little choo-choo cap on, and he'd look out, and he'd look over and see the bridge, the lights of Staten Island from his window, and then he, he created a fantasy world of Staten Island and Bayonne. And it's just because look, I'm behind on this Game of Thrones. Maybe I'll maybe I'll jump on board now. That's what some guy actually did when I worked on uh, 
when I worked on uh, uh, on the show Monk, a writer uh, decided to watch the final episode of The Sopranos. It was the first episode he ever watched. And he's like, yeah, the show's not very good. What? It was unbelievable, this guy. Watch one final episode. Watch the final episode. And he actually comes into work with a, with a, a, a judgment on it. And where do you think this guy went to school, Mike? Harvard, that's right. This is this is the a Harvard education at work. And I'm telling you, look, I've met some smart Harvard writers, but some of the dumbest people I've ever met came out of Harvard. I'm telling you. And that is a pipeline, and they... Oy, I'm not getting into that. Sorry. But God bless all of them. Some of the funniest people I ever met. And some real turkeys, man. They're real dregs. God bless all of them, though. We're all doing our best. We're all doing our best. I'm in a little bit of a mood tonight, as you can tell. Went to Costco. Got stuck online behind one guy. Guy rings out. Guy rings out, and then he he literally says to the to the uh, to the woman running the uh, register. He's like, "I also want to get some bananas." And then she's like, okay. And then uh, he's like, I want to get four bananas. And then like, so then they have to figure out how much four, I guess four bunches of bananas. Like, wow. And I'm standing there. I'm watching everybody roll past every other register. While they try to figure out, you want to buy bananas? Get in the back of the line. Go get all the bananas you want. It's Costco. I tell you, I go to st- stores sometimes, and I- I've bought cars faster than some people can buy, like, some people can buy, like, a soda and a candy bar. I've actually purchased vehicles quicker. Just a, I was at the bookstore, the Barnes and Nobles. I say Barnes and Nobles because I'm an old person. No, I don't say Barnes and Nobles. Old people add uh, plurals on a lot of things like that. Did you go to Barnes and Nobles? I got your Barnes and Noble gift certificate. It's also a sign when somebody says gift certificate, like they're, they're gift cards now. I got your certificate, gift certificate at Barnes and Nobles. I figured you could pick out whatever you wanted. Wow, thoughtful. So then, the uh, this guy was uh, this guy's buying the uh, thing at Barnes and Noble. And uh, and then uh, the 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 woman, the cashier, goes in. Here's a receipt for you. And there's a, a coupon if you buy one cookie at the star at the Starbucks cafe, the Barnes and Noble cafe. You get another cookie half price off. What? I get a cookie half price. Like she's walking him through the the through through the terms of this the cookie thing. I bought I again. I bought a car faster. Like I, I worked out, I worked out a, a, a coverage on a car, uh, like uh, like warranties on a car faster than this guy got a got a handle on the cookie, the buy one cookie get one half price arrangement. God bless all of them, though. God bless everyone. What do we hear? Start the show off. Oh my goodness, this is a new record, Hash Redactor. This record is great. 
It's called Drek. Uh, the name of the album is Drek Sound. This is uh, uh, this is uh, on Goner. Hot new record. Hash Redactor. And that song was called Panic. Goner Records. Always doing it, Goner. They always uh, 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 they always find the hot stuff, man. And Hash Redactor is a hot record, man. I'm telling you. I like it. We'll hear something more from it later. Can't go wrong with Goner. Best show, hi. Hey, Tom. Yes, welcome. Tom, this is uh, Brendan in Jersey City. Who? Brendan in Jersey City. Brendan in Jersey City. What's up tonight, Brendan? Oh, I, I had uh, a couple things for the for the topic. We're talking about alternate timelines. Now, let, let me, I got to get ready for this because we got to we'll do some building on this. So this is, this is, give me one. Let's, let's, let's start the, let's start the game now. Yeah. Let's start the game. First of all, I want to say, uh, could someone bring me a, a beverage, please, out there? What do we got? So I, I have kind of a, hold on, hold, hold, kind of a... hold on. Spin drift. Oh, that stuff, yeah. Uh, well, how about just a water, please? Just a water, yes. Yeah. All right, thank you. Did you? Uh, thank you. Yeah, that's why I went to Costco and got them for you guys. I better not find those in your trunk, Mike. I better not. What's this? What is this? Mike. All right. Yeah, get them. Mike, what if he's, it's like, what if, what does it say? What if, oh, I'm not reading. What if I found 10 more calendars? No, I'm not even reading. Go ahead. Um, What's your name again, my friend? Uh, Brendan. Brendan in Jersey yeah. City. I'm going to be nice to you because you're not far away. You might <laughs> get me. Um, what can I do? What do you What do you got for me for the alternate timelines where you're going to propose a what if, and then we're going to follow it logically to see how things would change? Yeah, this one might be kind of a softball to uh, to start out. Yeah, um, that's what we need. We need to, we need to start off uh, start off with a softball. So um, yeah, I assume this is kind of inspired by the this new Avengers movie, uh, maybe a little bit at least. So my question is, what if what if Blade was like still in this current Marvel uh, universe? I know you you like the Blade movies. Yeah. No, I don't like the Blade movies. I love the Blade movies. <laughs> first two, first two Blade movies. Third one, uh, not so hot. It's a bummer because uh, our uh, friend Pat Oswalt's in the third one. He plays Blade's buddy. Uh, I don't know. If, I don't remember the third one. Blade Trin- Tr- Trinity. Um, yeah. So what would happen if Blade was in the Marvel Universe? Yeah, like like how would uh, would this Avengers movie be different? Uh, well, it would be rated R, first of all, because Blade can't not curse. So right there. For language, <laughs> it would be rated R. So then the Blade, so then the Avengers movies, because Blade, remember when Blade said to uh, the vampire, he said some, he said some, some MFers always got to try to ice skate uphill. Remember when he said that to Steven Dorff? Yeah. It was great. 
But if Blade was in it, first of all, first of all, if Blade was in the Avengers thing, they never would have had to have gotten to Endgame. He would have, he would have straightened the matter out in the first one. You don't think Blade? You think Blade's gonna uh, let, uh, let Thanos uh, do anything? He say chop his hand off. He chopped that glove right off his hand. Yeah. So there you go. There's no second uh, Avengers movie then. That's a, that's a, it. Would be the first one would be a, a rated R because Blade curses. And the second <laughs> one wouldn't exist because Blade would have straightened it out. So maybe maybe that's why they didn't include them. They they needed the they needed the box office from two movies. Well, it was one more hero. They knew they couldn't handle one more hero. They couldn't. They knew one more hero would tip the would tip the tip the scales against Thanos. Okay, makes sense. Thank you, my friend. Now that one was uh, that one was not the best uh, the best one for me or for him, for that matter. We'll get better ones. Best show, hi. Hey, I have. It's been from Portland, Oregon. I have um, two different Wait, slow, 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 slow down, my friend. Slow down, my friend. Who's oh yeah, sorry. Who is this? Ben from Portland, Oregon. Ben from Portland, Oregon. Yeah, I have. Two Lulid-related timelines for you. All right. What's going on in Portland, uh, Ben? What's up? Uh, you know, just hanging out, doing some barbecuing. Well, not mm. today, but early this week. Um, there, what we. What's your favorite? What's your favorite? Oh, sh- 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 what's your favorite place to? You know, everybody's talks about the donut place, right? Voodoo Donuts. Hey, but you know, it yeah. sucks. You're from there. You yeah, think it sucks, right? Yeah. Where do you actually go to get a donut? What do you get for a donut? What do you go to? I I don't really eat donuts. Well, excuse me. That's cool. Uh, I don't have a TV, and uh, I I don't eat donuts. (laughs) I actually don't have a television, and I actually don't eat donuts. Now, what do you like for a dessert? What do you like? What's a a Ben like? I like pie a lot. Pie? You like pie? Yeah. What kind of pie uh, do you like, man? Uh, rhubarb. Oh, come on. Rhubarb. Why? You know they make other uh, pies. There's other ones. Yeah. yeah I, like, I like pumpkin. Pumpkin's like one step up from rhubarb. I like pumpkin. Okay. You I, like I some, like you like some earthy pie. pies. You like earth pies. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But you, you probably ate mud pies when you were a kid, huh? Yeah, That's sure. Why you're just keeping that tradition alive. Yeah. What's the worst thing you ever ate as a kid? Oh, man. Um, my mom made these cabbage rolls that were, oh, disgusting. Okay. Now, what's the worst thing yeah. that you like? Did you eat, like, a stick or something? You know what I mean? Some grass, yeah. um, leaves. What'd you eat? Kind of, a branch? Kind of, I, uh, I don't know. Uh... Give me something. Um, Come on, Ben. I uh, like those chicken-flavored crackers, chicken and a biscuit. Yeah, those are pretty gross. Yeah. People can't go. Uh, people can't go without the taste of chicken, even when it's uh, cracker time. I guess not. I mean, it's been it's been a while, but uh, that's the thing that probably the most that looking back, I think, is gross. You know the worst thing I ate. Do you want to know? Yeah, sure. 
Mike, do you want to know? Worst thing I ever ate was one of, you know those bouillon cubes? Yeah. I just ate a cube. I ate one of them. I didn't know. I don't know how I must have been pretty young. I yeah. just ate one of those beef bouillon cubes. Uh-huh. I accidentally ate um, uh, Oreo cookie for dogs once. It's pretty gross. Was it gross? Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. Dogs got it um, pretty good, though. Dogs got it. Dogs yeah. got it pretty good. They're still edible, though, for you. Yeah, right. I mean, I I finished it, but then I realized um, that was for dogs. So I didn't notice that the bag mm-hmm. had what, the Petco logo on it. Sure. What did it do yeah. for you? Well, but your coat must have been nice and shiny, right? Oh yeah, it looks amazing. After you ate yeah. it, right? Yeah. yeah. What do you What do you got for me, Chief? Okay, so I got two Lou Reed related timelines. Um. One, did you know how he was really into Tai Chi and swords? Yes, Lou Reed, rock star Lou Reed, really enjoyed the uh, martial, uh, the Tai Chi. The- yeah. Well, I was thinking, um, what if he got into it before the Velvet Underground and carried a sword around on tour? Well, that'd be pretty and exciting. Ended up chopping off Frank Zappa's head. Well, see, the, you just finished the thing for him. So you're saying that if Lou Reed had a sword back in the 60s, he would have ended up chopping Frank Zappa's head off. Yeah. I don't know about that. Okay. I think he might have um, ended. He might have ended up in a sword fight with John Cale. Yeah, maybe. Um, John Cale would other... have. Okay, hold on. John Cale would have okay. one of those cow. Those cow. Uh, those no no country for old men cow uh, drillers. Because that's where, because he, he grew up out on the farm. I saw a yeah. documentary with him and they, they had a cow getting uh, brained by one of those things. It was disgusting. Um, so that would so have been I, a good fight. That would have been a good fight. Sword versus uh, No Country for Old Men cow, uh, cow dr- head driller, right? What do you call yeah. those? Are you asking me or are you asking Mike? I'm just throwing it out there. To the, oh, okay. To the yeah, I, I don't know. I'm I throwing it out to the universe. Okay. And, Go ahead. Uh, what, my, what else you got for me, my friend? My other idea is like, what would have happened if he, after recording "Take No Prisoners," he just decided to become a stand-up comedian? Because Lou Reed did an album called "Take No Prisoners," where he's got a lot of a lot of uh, chit chat on it. Yeah. And some people consider it almost stand-up. Because because he's talking so much. Like if you're saying he would have gone and done stand up, he probably would have ended up getting cast on like um, Welcome Back, Cotter. Yeah, or, may, or maybe he could have done um, the day the laughter died instead of Andrew Dice Clay. Well, let's follow my thing through. Let's try okay. that. Lou Reed starts doing stand up. The career starts taking off. He's doing stand up. He's at Catch. He's at uh, right. He'd be at Catch a lot. Yeah. And. Then he gets cast on a sitcom. He gets cast on uh, Welcome Back, Cotter. He plays uh, Cotter, Gabe Kaplan's brother, let's say, right? Okay. So then he's on that. So that means he doesn't record certain albums. It means he doesn't record Street Hassle, for example. No, Street Hassle already existed because that's on yeah. no prison. So it means, what does that mean then? He doesn't record the bells, so nothing changes with that, though. That doesn't change. Yeah, he doesn't record the Raven, I guess, or New York. 
Yeah, so he would just change it. So he'd be on a sitcom, and then he'd probably end up getting his own sitcom, right? Lou. Yeah, why not? Where he plays like the owner of like a uh, like a, a nightclub or something, right? That's right. Or he'd probably end up, though, if you think about it, he might end up as a regular on Cheers at that point. He might have ended up as one of the guys on Cheers. He might have ended up getting the role of Cliff on Cheers, the mailman. <laughs> so if that happens, then his music career is over. That means that John Ratzenberger, that guy, is out of work. And then he starts recording albums. Right? Yeah. John Ratzenberger sits back with a guitar and he goes, You do what you want to do. You do what you can. And he would have a hit with I Love You, Suzanne. They would trade places. Mm -hmm. Thank you. His phone was wrong. Sometimes his phone. I didn't like it. Was he in an echoey room? Is that what it was? Best show, hi. Hi, uh, it's Andrew calling from Newfoundland. Andrew from Newfoundland. What's up, Andrew? I'm um, listening to the best show and watching some good basketball. You are watching what? The Raptors take on the uh, Philadelphia 76ers. You're correct. And who's winning? The Raptors are probably winning, right? The Raptors are up by 23. There you go. They're moving on, moving on, so you get that Raptors Bucks Eastern Conference Finals. I'm, I'm ready for it. They're not. They don't have to go. Tentacupo squaring off. Giannis Tentacupo squaring off against Kawhi Leonard, the two best players in the East matched up. Call it. Who do you say wins? Who do you say goes to the finals? You say Raptors. I, you're I would from like Canada. to see the Raptors do it. In, in Newfoundland, we don't always have a lot to be excited about. So if our country's team gets through, that that would be sweet. But you got a lot to be excited about in Newfoundland. I, I heard there's a new tractor on the way, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. The, um, <laughs> I we heard got, we got tractors. The big thing we yeah. have we have uh, backhoes that uh, break into um, gas stations and steal ATM machines. Wait, explain this now. Uh, backhoes. You know what you know what like a backhoe is, um, you know, heavy duty. Mm -hmm. uh, but why would you need those? You don't have roads. <laughs> Fair enough. We 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 got we got some paved ones and some gravel ones. It's it's a mix and match. I'm just teasing. Of course you do in Newfoundland. You guys have had roads for years at this point. Yes. So you got roads. So people take the backhoes and they smash into businesses and steal stuff. They, they steal ATM machines specifically with the backhoes. Okay. Yeah. It's happened multiple times. It's a strange thing. That's a, that sounds like a, a very Newfoundland kind of thing. It's, it's, it's Newfoundland crime. So you have a lot to look forward to also. They're probably, I heard, I heard uh, a word that the, uh, the, the, uh, the barn that holds all the salt, that they're going to hose it out over the summer. We need we need salt for the icy winters. Yeah, for the road. Of course, are, it's road salt. Uh, you need road salt. The roads that we do have. Yeah, for the yeah. Look, you got to protect the roads you've got, <laughs> or the or they'll take them away. Yeah. So what That's what can it. I do for you, buddy? Um, I do have something for the topic. I don't know if it's going to be as good as the Lou Reed ones that just came in. I enjoyed those, um, but mine's basketball related. Okay. Um, 
Jeremy Lin, uh, now a bench player for the Raptors. What, what, do you, what, what do you imagine how things would have uh, you know, transpired if the Knicks ran with Lin Sanity for another season? Um, so you're saying, because there was this guy, Jeremy Lin, um, he, um, he, uh, um, hold on one second. He, he, um, another Harvard guy, Jeremy Lin, part of that esteemed Harvard basketball program, right? What's worse, the Harvard basketball program or the Harvard comedy, uh, scene? Um, the Harvard basketball, I think is much more under the radar. Cause this is what I'm going to say about the Harvard. Look, I'm not going to run this into the ground. But they've been doing this thing for a hundred plus years. This Harvard uh, comedy, the the Harvard Lampoon, and we they all have a there's a castle that you can go to. Ooh, the castle, right? And they do stuff in the castle where they're just like, uh, oh, we're gonna work on a, uh, oh, we're, we're we're working on a parody of uh, Harry Potter called uh, Sclary Blotter. But we're going to make sure he drinks uh, Pepsi. We're going to make fun of consumerism. So they've been doing this for a 100 years. The only thing they ever got out of this Harvard lampoon was this thing, Board of the Rings. Now, I'm sure you in a million years you could never guess what that was parodying. Board of the Rings. No, it's Lord of the Rings. That's what they parodied. And they did that, and then it went on, and it's... uh, they never done two things before or after that. Hundred years. Say, best show. We 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 do more here every every uh, every other week. The things we created. While my slide whistle gently weeps. Remember <laughs> that, Mike? The, the, we got so much going on here. We're not, can you imagine still talking about Board of the Rings? They did it forty-eight years ago. Whatever. God God bless all of them up there. So Jeremy Lin, Harvard graduate, he, the Knicks decide, he, he goes and plays for the Knicks. He bounced from team to team because he's, he's, he's not good. Um, and then he gets on the Knicks and then, uh, this, 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 uh, bum of a coach, uh, man, man I'm negative tonight. I got to nip that in the bud. I don't like it. Not a good look. All right. Fix my attitude. Attitude adjustment live. Watch this. All right. Okay, now I'm in a better mood. So this guy Jeremy Lin, he he's not very good, but he bou- he bounces from team to team, and then he ends up uh, playing for the Knicks. And this coach puts him in, and uh, this coach, and then suddenly he has like big games. And for like a week, he had these big games where he was like going crazy and scoring all these points. And and then they, they declared Lin sanity was the craze. What they declared. And you're saying, and then he got hurt, and then the next year he signed a contract with the, the, I believe the Rockets or something like that, and then was yeah. gone. You're saying, what if he just stayed in New York? Yeah. What if they decided to build build the team around insanity? No, well, uh, 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 nothing would have happened. They would have been terrible, <laughs> and they were terrible anyway. The Knicks, uh, the Knicks are not very good, and they would have still been not very good with or without Jeremy Lin. That's, I think that, that's fair. That fair? Yeah, that's that's. Uh, I think that's the right take. Thank you, my friend. You have a grand evening. 
You too, Tom. Best show, hi. Hey, Tom, it's Matt from Reno. Who? Matt from Reno. All right, Matt, I'm going to ask you to step a little bit away from, from the uh, phone. A little, Give me a little distance so it's not so uh, muffly. I'm so sorry. I have uh, headphones on. Is this better? Yeah. Can you get on? Can you not have headphones on? Is that possible? Yes, of course. Hold on, hold on. It sounds cheap. It sounds sorry. tinny. It sounds a little tinny. A little tinny. Let's get off that headset. What are you, what, what are you, are you busy? What are you working with your hands? Doing some woodworking? Did we lose them? There we go. Okay. Best show. Hi. Call back, my friend. Hi, Tom. Hi, who's it's, this? Uh, it's me, Jonathan from Vancouver. Jonathan from Vancouver. Uh, what's up, Jonathan? Uh, not a whole lot. I'm just sit, sitting by the beach, uh, and I thought I'd call in. The beach? That's right. It's the sunset hour over here. What's the weather like? Lovely, sunny, blue skies. It's, uh, it's, it's heavenly. But uh, I was calling in because I'm not sure if you've seen the uh, the, the Endgame movie yet. I saw Endgame, Avengers Endgame. I saw it. Don't ruin it. Uh, Don't spoil it I'm for not, anyone. I'm not going to say anything. No, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. You better not spoil uh, it. People will be mad. I, I wouldn't blame them. I noticed the Rolling Stones song Doom and Gloom was featured uh, on the soundtrack. Yeah, and I remember you uh, sort of ridiculing that song uh, years ago. I saw a clip of it on YouTube. And I thought it was very funny. And watching the movie, I was thinking about you while I was in the screening because hey, I recognize this. Well, cool. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad I somehow took you out of the movie. <laughs> that wasn't too uh, disruptive. It was, it was more of a funny thing. Okay, you know what song was also, and it was "Dear Mr. Fantasy." Was in the Avengers movie. Did you catch that? Uh, I, were they talking about it briefly? No, they played it. They played it. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, Dear Mr. Fantasy is not a song I'm, uh, I'm super familiar with. Well, maybe I you would have known the uh, part when when the guy went, Dear Mr. Fantasy. It was early. Yeah, first so song in the movie. The, oh, right. First song in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, I remember you reading the uh, the doom and gloom lyrics out, and you described it as reading like a third grader. I don't remember any of this. It's crazy. I remember literally none of this. Oh, it's funny. Well, anyway, did you like it? You liked when I did it? it, I was very, I was very amused by it. My dad's a big Rolling Stones fan. I sent him the YouTube link. Mm -hmm. He also thought it was funny. What's up with your dad? What's he up to? Uh, He's retired now. Mm Uh, he's, he's living in Atlanta, Georgia, uh-huh. uh, sort of trying to renovate a house, spend some sweat equity. Sure. Paint, that sort of thing. Yeah. He's going to live down in Atlanta now. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's speaking of Atlanta. That's where the movie Endgame was filmed. A lot that's of them where all the movies are filmed there. That's where all of them were filmed. They film all those Marvel movies down there. Thank you, uh, Jason. I don't have a whole lot else to say, Tom. I'll see you later. Thank you, my friend. You have a great night. Best show, hi.
Besho, hi. Hi, uh, this is Ben in Portland, the one who carries mail. A different Ben in Portland. I know, he says need to back off. Do you like donuts, Ben? Um, yeah, every once in a while, like a good donut. Yeah, see, yeah, okay. Yeah, the other guy was like, well, you don't really like donuts. Yeah, that's... Everybody likes like, donuts. You can't eat them every day, but every, I think everybody would like a donut, right? But then again, yeah, he like ru- like rhubarb pie. Oof. What kind of pie do you like, Ben? What kind of pie do you like? I like a key lime or a chocolate cream. There you go. There you go. What's the weirdest thing you ever, you look, and Ben, nobody knows who you are, but you, so you can just tell, you can be honest with us. Uh, how, mm-hmm. On the average, how many windows do you look in um, as a mailman, as a mail carrier per week? All like, of them. like, like, I mean, like, I mean, just like, you know, skulking, you know, like. Oh, all of them. Yeah. Everyone. Oh, that's, uh, that's very upsetting. Um, no, it's my no, job. Of course you don't do that. Of course you don't. I'm actually backing off this. I don't know why. Why am I protecting you? Why am I protecting yeah, okay. you? I got so a you, coworker at my station who's a listener too, so now he knows. What's the biggest tip you ever got, uh, 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 Ben? Um, $50, I think. That's a nice tip. Yeah. Somebody gave me a bottle of liquid weed tincture. One year. Somebody Tried gave you a li- liquid weed tincture. Yeah, for the mail carrier. That's, just, what, that's what we're doing out here in Portland. Just kind of like, hey, man, I bet you uh, you look like the kind of guy would be into this, man. Right? Yeah. I am a, I am a long hair, so I don't blame yeah. him. Hey, man, you got to... Uh, you, ever, you ever deliver anything that you know is like weed or, or drugs? You ever, oh, yeah. Yeah, and you just definitely. know it is. Sometimes it smells very, very strong. Uh huh. I've, I've I've given it to my supervisor before, but you know, because I'm a, I don't do that type of stuff. I don't want to, you know, be associated with that. There you go. Good. So what what do you got for me, Ben? Uh, you know, uh, I was all I was thinking about the names thing. What what if we didn't have names? What if we didn't have names? Yeah. How would things change? Well, let's think this through. When would you say names? Look, I, I'm not smart, Ben. I didn't go to a fancy school like you. No, I'm a ham and egger. I'm a, you know, All right. lunch pail. Yeah. Everything you know is from uh, whatever magazines you read uh, on your lunch break. Exactly. You ever read people's magazines? Just like you're in the mail. No, I don't want to answer any of these things. I don't want you getting in trouble. Yeah, that's all you've been trying to do is get me in trouble. Well, that's why I'm backing off it now. All right, all right. Yeah, but you're 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 uh, you're uh, a hard hat. You're a lunch pal. Yeah, uh, guy. Exactly. When did when would you say names? When does that start? I don't know. Yeah. Also, could could you really ever be friends with somebody who's got your name? You know, like true friends. You mean the same first name or the same first and last name? Same first name, you know? Like, you would never have a best friend named Tom. That would be weird, right? That's true. That's very true. Kind of sad when you think about it. Kind of is. I've written off one one person right off the top. One one category is cannot become my best friend. 
Yeah. People well, with could. my name. Well, I haven't heard of it. I'd like to hear some same some names out there. but Some same names? I don't really know. I don't mess with any Ben's. This is like an episode of Seinfeld. We could sell this. Yeah. Jerry meets no somebody name. named Jerry, right? Jerry meets yeah. somebody and they hit it off and the guy's name is Jerry. I can't be friends with him. He's the same name. Right? <laughs> like that's yeah. what it would, that would be like the dilemma of the episode. Jerry Seinfeld would probably love another person named Jerry Seinfeld. Well, he would though. probably try to make it big. And then George would go like, you got to make it big. You're big Jerry. He's little Jerry. I don't want to be big Jerry. Right? Oh, yeah. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. Hey, uh, can I, you know, I, I got to say, I went to the East Coast for the first time uh, in my life a couple weeks ago. Yeah, how'd that work and, out uh, for you? It was great. I loved it. If I if I hadn't uh, heard the best show, I probably would have never gone to Jersey for the day, but I did, and I loved it. Jersey's beautiful. That's right. What did what did you check out? What did you check out? Uh, I took the train over to Hoboken, and then I had mm-hmm. lunch at a Cuban restaurant. Ah, and. Then I walked to Jersey City to the Iron Monkey. Okay. Had a beer. Right around the corner from WFMU. Yeah, it's like sightseeing. The original home of the best show. Yeah. Not anymore, man. No, now it's bigger and better than ever. I heard if you go to Bayonne, you can get a tour and they'll show you the the toilet that George R.R. Martin used to get swirlies in. Ooh. That you can check that you can check out the actual toilet that the the hoodlums in Bayonne used to shove his to- uh, head into. What other sites in Bayonne would you recommend? Oh, you, you can check out, out there. You can check out where uh, there's the green quick check. There's a there's a a quick check that runs completely on solar power uh, in uh-huh. Bayonne. It's very exciting. Wow. There's, you, you guys on the East Coast have us beat as corner stores. Just, the deli's there, amazing. Everything's good and cheap. Yeah, man. We got to figure it out. But you got us beat when it comes to donut shops that sell uh, cough syrup flavored donuts. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Can you believe sure. they they did, did they actually do that at at that yeah, donut place? They, they did it with Nyquil, and then they got in trouble. And now they do it with something that tastes like Nyquil. They actually filled a donut with NyQuil. Yeah, I I don't like Voodoo Donuts. Of course you don't. That's terrible. It's it's you have to wait forty five minutes for a donut. That's four dollars. Yeah, four dollar donut that has Lucky, Lucky that, Charms poured on top of it. I'm surprised at how cheap the food in New York was compared to here. It seems everybody here tries to do something fancy and mm-hmm. sell it for more. Yeah. There's some good cheap donut places here, though. Annie's Donuts, if you're ever in Portland and you want a good, solid, cheap donut. Annie's Donuts. Yep, on Sandy Boulevard. All right. Maybe I will. All right. Have a good night. You too. You guys order pizza? Oh, I don't want any. Yeah, I got a giant jug of Skittles out there. That's your pizza. Great. How about you, Mike? Now, my, my, uh, Mike, that means Mike wants pizza or he's going to moan all night. 
I'm game. I'm game if they're game. Well, thank. I'm game if they're game. That means if I don't get pizza, if I don't get pizza, I'm gonna moan about it. Order them a pizza, please. Best show, hi. Hi, Mr. Sharpling. This yeah. is uh, Steve in South Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Steve in South Philadelphia? Yes, sir. Now, South Philadelphia, is that where you guys just park in the middle of the street? Um, yes, yeah, further west from me over on Broad Street. Uh, that's where people just park up the middle of the road. Imagine this. Every... Just, I just hold on, hold yeah. on one second, my friend. I'm going to paint course. the picture for everyone else. There's a neighborhood in Philadelphia where there, it's pretty congested in terms of vehicles. So what people do, they decided, since there's no parking on either side of the street, they were just going to start parking on the, on the lane divider line. And yeah. they park literally in the middle of the road. That's correct. And the cars can barely fit down those streets. People driving can barely fit down because there's cars parked in the middle of the road. Yeah, that, that about sums it up. And then, like, once in a while, like, I'll go over to Broad to go see, like, a show at, like, Boot uh, and Saddle or something. And in the middle of the night, like, the tow trucks will come. Who are you going to say? Like, Who are you going to say? Uh... Uh, uh, there's like a, a good venue, Boot and Saddle. Phone play there when they come to Philly. That's right. The boot, the boot and Saddle. The Boot and Saddle. It's got like a big cowboy boot neon on it. It's, mm-hmm. it's pretty neat. It's a nice little place. So then the, when people go uh, out for the night and then the tow trucks show up, and what do they do? Uh, they just clean up, and then the next morning, I guess, a couple hundred people have to go pick up their cars down in even further south Philadelphia. Yeah. Because they get It's towed. a good racket. <clears throat> yeah. City. It's a living. <laughs> Remember that bird on the Flintstones? He <laughs> I said did. it's a living. That bird that Didn't it was... did the other animals say that? That bird that was an... In, he was an enslaved record player, remember? I do. And the enslaved vacuum cleaner. And the enslaved woolly mammoth vacuum cleaners. So ignoble for such a grand beast. Yes. Could you imagine a mighty woolly mammoth? Man, how do you feel about uh, how do you feel about sucking up as much dirt as you can get up your uh, snout? Well, we we don't know their diets. Maybe maybe they were into it. They don't eat dirt. You know yeah, that as right. much as I, I do. I, I do. You're so, right. well, what do you got for me, buddy? What do you got for um, me? I was thinking about the alternative, uh, the alternate timelines, and and I was telling Mike, I'm worried I'm, I'm courting trouble with this one. But what uh, what would have happened if you hadn't come back in 2014? If the best show never came back, I'd be a lot yeah. happier. I'd be a lot happier. I'll tell well, you that. <laughs> yeah, Maybe I don't know. Best, but this might have been a mi- might have been a, mis- a mistake to bring the show back. What do you think? I don't think so. I love the show. Why but would you say I, it's I, so wishy-washy? You're supposed to go, no! Well, because I know it brings you so much to, like, agita. Like, you said, I don't I think know you so. Love it. I, no, I, I love, love it. it. I love you it. Love I'm it. just... 
There's a reason why. There's a reason why when I did a thing where people could do impressions of me, the night we did Tom Pressions. Oh my! There's a reason why one guy called and literally made. <laughs> this was his impression of me. Now you might not be able to hear, it, but the callers will hear. This is uh, what he did. I hear it in my head. It yeah, you know what one. it is. It's like okay, people are going to do impressions of each of Tom. Let's do impressions of Tom. And one guy called and just did this. Wah, wah, I don't want to do the show. I don't want to do the show. That was his impression of me. <laughs> wah, wah, I don't want to do the show. I'm laughing just imagining it, just remembering it. <laughs> yeah. And then the guy got, got me dead to rights. <laughs> he got you on the floor. You were That one cracked you up more than any other. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. But it's, That's right. I don't know, the, the stress of doing the things we love. But what would you be up to? And possibly more importantly, what would Mike be up to? Oh, probably a good thing the show happened. Come to think of it, it's probably a good thing I kept the show going. Do you think he would have gotten Staten Island garbage wrap off the ground? The reality show? No, no, of course he wouldn't have. No, yeah. he'd be. Um, I would say if if we if if the best show didn't come back, one thing would have led to another, and Mike would be somebody who, he, when people would go see the Impractical Jokers live, Mike would break into their cars. <laughs> When they're in the when they when they're in the Impractical Joker show, <laughs> bootleg masses shirts out in the parking lot. Yeah, he'd be selling bootleg Impractical Jokers merch. This is the shirt that Sal wears. We got shirts. We got Impractical Joker shirts. Who wants a shirt? I love you, Mike. Please don't hate me. He loves you too. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Best show, hi. Hey, this is Eric calling from Occidental, California. Eric from Occidental, California. Where is Occidental, California now, Eric? It is Northern California, home to your least favorite fake bum, Tom Waits. That's right. Tom Waits. Tom Waits. Well, you ever see him around town? I do. He goes to my breakfast spot. Really? Or I go to his breakfast spot. I don't know how it works. What's he now? He well, I'm assuming when Tom Waits eats breakfast, he's eating off of like an upturned garbage can lid, <laughs> right? And what's he have like a, fi- a fish bone? I got it's fancier than you'd expect for that guy. Really? It's like a French style cafe. Okay. I know. Disappointing. I I uh, I'm sorry. Well, no, of course he's not an. He's not an actual, he dresses like a hobo. He's clearly not a hobo. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, um, well-heeled, hobo-dressed folks around here. In Occidental, California. Yes. I'll say this. Tom Waits, as much as I don't like his music, I like him as an actor. I like him in uh, uh, that uh, Coen Brothers movie. Which one is that? I think I've only seen him in Coffee and Cigarettes. The Legend of Curly's Gold, it was called. It came out uh, this previous year. It was a Netflix uh, release. The Legend of Curly's Gold. Cowboy flick? Yes, it was. It was an old-fashioned Western. 
Wait, was no, that? Yeah, that's not what it was called. Place, what yeah. was it called again? I Buster Scruggs. The Legend of Buster Scruggs is what it was called. And he's in that, and he's really good in it. I will be sure to check it out. Bad Guy, I'm guessing? I'm not telling you. you got to watch it. All right. Why would um, you want me to take to that pleasure? Why, why would I take that pleasure away from you, of letting the movie reveal itself? You are too much a sweetheart, and thank you. Why do people always want things spoiled? When you think about it, like, oh, tell me a spoiler. Isn't that the weirdest instinct to be just like, I want to know, can you ruin it for me? <laughs> I'd, like it, I'd like it ruined if you could. Like, like, huh, there's Avengers movies coming out. Oh, I got to find out what happens in it. Why? Go see it. There's so few things to enjoy uh, in entertainment that can be exciting. Why do you want to ruin Like, if I could tell everybody what happens on Game of Thrones right now, no one would really want to know. I do happen to know the final episode, though. It turns out I called it. It's going to be a... It's going to be a giant game of musical chairs for two hours. It's going to be live. It's a li- It's the first live episode of Game of Thrones. That's awesome. The entire cast is going to be there, everyone living or dead. They're going to play musical chairs, and the throne is one of the chairs. It's the final chair that gets pulled out, is the throne. First, it starts off with a, a, a cooking segment with elf meat. Right? Yeah. Now, you do you watch Game of Thrones? I, I started late. I, like, came in in, like, the third to last season, and I've been um, following ever okay. since. Okay, let me ask you some questions. You got it. In the world of Game of Thrones, is there wizards? There is magic, but not, like, beard hat wizards. Okay. Is there uh, war, like ghouls? How about ghouls? There are zombie types. Okay. White walkers. Exactly. I'm white walking here. (laughs) Right? Yes. Wouldn't that be a great scene? Somebody hits the front of a... No, there's no cars, though, in it, right? No, no cars. What if in the final episode... What if the final episode... What would you do if in the final episode... A car pulled in, being driven by Jim Belushi with, like, sunglasses on, right? Oh, yeah. And suddenly you hear, bow, no, no, bow, no, 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 bow, no, no, right? And then Dustin Hoffman reprises his role. I'm, and he's like, I'm white walking here, right? Oh, yeah. As Ratso Rizzo. So okay, so the final so get so there's no ghouls, there's white walkers. White walkers. Are there leprechauns? Um, no, just the just the Peter Dinklage character is the the only small person. It would be pretty kick-ass if the leprechaun from the Leprechaun franchise showed up. He would rip shit on that show. Yeah. Now come watch the language. He sorry, I'm um, terribly sorry. What if he showed up? He's like, I need me thrown. Right. What if it gets down to the final thing and then he jumped on the throne at the last second? And people would be like, hold on a second. 
I just spent nine years watching this thing, and the leprechaun from Leprechaun showed up in the final episode, and he got the throne? Because now what's supposed to happen when you sit on the throne? You, you get magic or something? Oh, it's, in that sense, it's more sort of a, like, um... A symbolic like a gesture? Cards thing, where everyone wants to be in charge. But it's not the literal act of sitting on the throne that transforms you into something. No, no, no. As like, you don't sit the on the throne and suddenly it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Right? Right. Okay. So, okay, so there's no, there's no leprechauns. Um, is there, there's no cars, there's no leprechauns, there's no electricity, I'm assuming. Yeah, just a lot of torches. A lot of oh, torches. Oh, magic swords that are on fire, that light the way. Okay. And in terms of music, like what kind of music is in the actual world? Oh, like music that they play in the world. I don't know the answer to that, I'm sorry. Like lutes? Do people play lutes? Um, I haven't seen that many festive episodes. It's been a lot of uh, fighting. Mike, any music? And it's that it's that kind of like folky junk, right? Like that, right? What if in the final episode they fold in like that Bud Light stuff? Dilly dilly. That'd be the grace. This is what I would, this is what I would, I would literally murder someone to see this. Final episode of Game of Thrones. Dilly Dilly is in it. Like, like they enter as like a new kingdom, right? Sure. Like the idea of they're just like, we must now contend with the Dilly Dillies, right? Absolutely. And somebody's like, oh, Dilly Dilly. And then the leprechaun from Leprechaun shows up, right? Yep. And he's driving like a little little uh little dirt bike. <laughs> right? Yeah. He shows up. And then who else could show? Who else would make it? But then Jim Belushi shows up in his car with I Love LA playing, right? Yeah. And then um man, that would be that would be pretty pretty cool if that happened right yeah i would can i pitch one yeah let's hear it um the village people as another village that's stupid that's Sorry. Just, that's just bad come on i'd come like on. to see it hulk hogan what if hulk hogan showed up not as oh, the I wrestler hulk good, hogan. all bearded and dirty no, he's like the like the the real life Hulk Hogan, not the, oh. not the like. He shows up with all his money that he got from that lawsuit. So not even like wrestler outfit at all. Just I have gold. <laughs> I have a hundred million dollars in gold. I'm here for the throne. Remember when he acted? When he had like an acting career going, and he was just like. He was in that movie over the uh, No Holds Barred, the wrestling. He played a wrestler named Rip Rip Randall. And his acting was so bad in the movie. This is no joke. His acting was so bad that they would show people 
listening to him talk because like they, they couldn't show him on camera because he looked so unconvincing saying lines. So you would like hear them off camera and you'd see like people like Joan Severance would just be like, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh, listening to Hulk Hogan talk. And there's a scene when they're in a restaurant and Hulk Hogan, and the waiter is just like uh, the snobby restaurant. He's like, he sees Hulk Hogan. He's like, ooh. I, I assume you would like uh, a Z hot dog because he thinks he's just like a dummy. Like, how could this? And then Hulk Hogan shows him because then someone says, yeah, let's let's order food. And then he goes, we, oui, je femme. It's like, oh, he can speak French. <laughs> he's so much smarter than we thought. Hulk Hogan. I like that one thing where it's him and the macho man, Randy Savage, and they're both like, I'm talking about the stratosphere, the ionosphere. It's like that scene in Boogie Nights when they're trying to get the tapes back from the recording studio. We got a hit, man. You got to give us the tapes back. What do you got for me, Chief? You got anything? Oh, yeah. I was um, wondering about a alternate timeline where maybe like long ago we had really valued um, mustaches on women as, like, an attractive feature that we chased down. And, like, what that would, what kind of mustaches modern female stars would have. Like, name someone and I'll tell you what kind of mustache they like would have. Like, what's Brie Larson's mustache? Brie Larson would just have probably, like, a uh, like a Burt Reynolds mustache. That's a good look. Yeah. Would, would like a, blonde, a blonde, though, would be blonde mustache. Yeah, yeah, totally. She's got like a a tight crop now. I think that would be a good look. Um, a, Car- a Kim Kardashian mustache. Kim Kardashian would probably have like a Sam Elliott style mustache. Um, and it would be salt and pepper. It would have salt and pepper. In it. <laughs> um, like a Ruth Bader Ginsburg mustache. What? Is that insulting? She's not really a visual star she's so maybe this one doesn't work um wait what what kind of mustache would ruth bader ginsburg have yes um probably like a david crosby uh walrus mustache um would Cher, while married to sunny have a similar mustache or would they have contrasting mustaches well, that's funny because she would have Sonny's mustache, but Sonny would have like a thin, a thin <laughs> Bud Abbott style mustache, a John Waters like a, like a lip rider. Yeah. Right, like a caterpillar. Oh yeah, just a little like line. You're saying? Yeah. That's nice. John Waters is there, is there anybody better in America than John Waters when you think about it? Seriously, who who's better than like who's better than him? Just think, I'm serious. Just I'm I'm I'm, I'm serious. I'm just naming anyone I think is better than him. Anyone? Oh, I th- I feel like The Rock makes it for me. Yeah, I think John Waters is better than The Rock. Right? I mean, the yeah. Rock. The Rock. I like The Rock just fine. Rock's good. But I think John Waters is better than The Rock. I feel like he shaped the culture more probably, John Waters, than The Rock. The Rock sort of is just like plugged into a something that is similar 
across different generations, and there has not been like other John Waters really. That's true. There have been there have been guys like The Rock before The Rock. There's one John Waters. So what what like like who else? Name anybody you think is better than John Waters. Can you think of anyone? Um, I put this out to everyone. I don't think anybody can think of somebody better than John Waters. Uh, I'm going to leave this one to better minds than myself and um, take myself off the line. You have a great night. Seriously, you ever see? You ever watch John Waters get interviewed? He's like the greatest greatest interview subject ever. He's as funny as it gets in conversation. He made a, a he he made his movies, and then now he writes his books and is kind of like this uh, uh, this uh, kind of grandfather figure of the culture now. It's nobody better. I, I I seriously don't know who would even be better. You order your pizza, Mike. Oh, goody. It's coming. Best show. Hi. Hey, Tom. It's Matt from Reno. Sorry about the connection. Matt from Reno. What's up tonight in Reno, Mike? Uh, I don't know. I don't actually live in Reno anymore, but I'm from Reno. so. Oh, where are you now, Mike? That's uh, Matt. I'm in the Bay Area. You're in the Bay Area. Do I know this, Matt? No. I don't. Th- I, met, I met you after one of the uh, Sharpling and Worcester shows. Ah. But- and when you came for the Julie Klausner thing, but I don't think That's you know right. Yes, that was a nice night at the Sketchfest in January, honoring comedian Julie Klausner. You wore a suit fit for an NBA player. I did wear a suit that night. It was very nice. I, I wore a suit. I was I was ready to go, man. Wasn't messing around. Uh, you're ready to come out I'll, of the tunnel and fire up. I'll wear a suit. I don't care. What do you think? I'm just because I wear uh, blue all the time. You think I can't wear a suit? No, I, I had no doubts. And I don't, I don't wear these cheap suits either. I'm telling you, I see some of these guys with these suits. They got the tie riding halfway up their the right. The tie stops at their at their at their their midsection, right? The jacket's all baggy. Just go get a nice suit. Just go get a nice. Just get, make it nice. Make it nice. What do you got for me? What do you got for me? Okay, I got yeah. Um, so this is the topic tonight was cool because I actually had this conversation with some friends the other night. What if SNL had ended in the early nineties, late eighties? Like, like what if when it was because it was on the rocks at one point. Now this is yeah, a show. Now was, this show is unkillable. SNL. Of course, because it's it's survived so much. But what if you know it was like, you know, maybe Dennis Miller teed off and said something racist, or uh-huh. what if they decided that a Whitney Brown was as good as it gets, or what if Lovitz's movie career took off and they just couldn't replace him? Like, what happens to Adam Sandler and David Spade and Rob Schneider and Chris Farley? You know, like, well, what, you don't worry about the Sandman first of all. You don't worry about the Sandman. He'll be fine. He was awesome on SNL. Yeah, he was. He was great. It was the first episode of SNL I've watched in a, a million years. He's he's the best. When he did Opera Man, as soon as he said he was doing SNL, I'm like, he has if he if he don't do Opera Man, if he don't do Opera Man, I don't know what I'm gonna do. But then lo and behold, that Weekend Update desk. 
Who was there? Bleeping Opera Man. I said to myself, Great. Opera Man, you, you, you're back. You're back, Opera Man. I couldn't believe it. But I did believe it because I knew it would happen. There's no way they were going to do that without Opera Man. There was part of me that wanted the whole show to just be his characters. <laughs> One Opera Man, Gap, Gap, uh, Gap Girls, right? Canteen Boy. You know when I you know when I knew Opera Man was going to be on it when he was talking about other characters. He mentioned Canteen Boy and he mentioned Cajun Man and he didn't mention Opera Man. That's when I knew there was no way Opera Man they wouldn't have mentioned Opera Man and then had Opera Man on the show. Yep. The only sketch I could have done without was the one they always do with the legacy players when they you know do the family reunion. Why? That was great. It's fun. Mm -hmm. A fun time for everybody. It's a good time. All right. Those are fun. Sandman. So what's Rob Schneider doing in, you know, 2019 without SNL? Um, he's probably uh, governor of Virginia. <laughs> which would, which, um... Would be good for a guy like Dudio. Do you know Dudio? Do you know who that is? He's the active rock boss jock from West Virginia, right? Yes. Hi, everybody. It's me, Dudio, from West Virginia. We've got an exciting. We've got because because his name's his name's Jason, but he 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 calls himself Dudio because it's he's the dude who built the studio. What was Dudio. his name on the radio? Was it? It wasn't Slaw Dog, was it? No, is what did you go as? Just Jason? Jason Gore. Hey everybody, it's Jason Gore. We got thirty eight special coming up next. Get ready. Yeah, he was uh What if the if the best show didn't come back, what would he what would Jason be doing? He'd still be probably one oh one. Yeah, he'd be he'd be on he'd be wait, what we'll say that again? He'd be on uh, DC 101 doing nights. He'd be doing nights on DC 101. Is that that's the that's the Washington DC radio station? The, the aggressive rock station there. Uh, yeah. Talking about bikini babes of the month. Yeah, that's where he'd be. So what uh, what else you got for me, Chief? Anything? No, that was I just you know what if SNL was canceled uh, in '89 or '90. Um, I don't know. It would be a lot of, uh, they, well, let's think this through. Eighty nine ninety. that means that it ends uh, with Dana Carvey and John Lovitz are the final cast and Phil Hartman, right? I guess it means Phil Hartman yep. lives. <gasps> Good. That'd be nice. Right? Yeah. Nothing would happen it. to him. Yeah. That would be nice. No Chris Rock, probably. No. Do I know him? Dave. No, I don't. Oh, do I know of him? Yeah, no, Chris. Chris Rock would. Well, Chris Rock would have been fine. He was. A, he was a stand-up. He would have. He would have made it. He. He had. He had people. He was a New York stand-up. People would have. Would have uh, supported him. He would. He. They used too talented not to make it. David Spade. David Spade was a stand-up. He'd probably be. On, uh, he probably would have ended up on sitcoms like he did. Maybe not you as think high profile. He'd be profile. okay without Chris Farley. They they would have never worked together. 
I just feel like David Spade would be on the casino circuit without Chris Farley. Probably. He'd be doing stand-up. Just wherever you do it. It's fine. I put no no judgment. No judgment on it. Well, you, you, uh, What's that now? You can uh, encapsulate this a lot better than we could because this is a text chain that's been going on for a week now. A text chain who, amongst you and your friends? Yeah. Well, you tell your friends Phil Hartman lives, if that's the thing, and then that, uh, that uh, Rob Schneider becomes the governor of Virginia, and uh, <laughs> Spade and Farley never meet. There's no Tommy boy then. What about uh, Lovitz wouldn't have had the opportunity to make Mom and Dad save the world? Well, that also, wait, hold on. I'm going to override you on that. That means there's no Conan O'Brien. Like, then he doesn't take over for Letterman on that, which means it probably is, uh, who was going to take over for that? Was it Greg Kinnear? So Greg Kinnear, it turns out Greg Kinnear is a late-night host. He'd be right now probably hosting The Tonight Show. It would be Greg Kinnear. Versus Jimmy Fallon? I'd, I'd take that. You got to admit Jimmy Fallon was funny on, on when he did the thing on the the family reunion thing. Whatever you think of Jimmy Fallon, you laughed when he came and did the that voice. He was probably my favorite of all of the folks doing it, yeah. How could, look, whatever you think of Jimmy Fallon, and look, is he for me? No, it's not for me. As Don Rickles said, uh, I was going to go on Jimmy Fallon, but it's, I'm not, I can't play ping pong. Um... But it's like he when surrounded Jimmy, himself with enough cool stuff to make him almost impenetrable. Look, that, that that guy's a nice guy, Jimmy. I'll say this, Jimmy. I don't know. I, he couldn't pick me out of a lineup. Let me see if he's following. I'm gonna check if he's still following me on Twitter. Hold on. Let me see. Do you think he is? I bet he's not anymore. I guarantee he's not. Oh, he is. <gasps> he lives 50, in Jersey, right? He's no. He's got fifty. It's Colbert lives in New Jersey. He's got fifty-one. He's got fifty-one million followers. He's following eight thousand people. I'm one of them. It's impressive. That is impressive. Well deserved. I got. I'm not following him. You start ripping off your bits. I'm not following him. Should I follow him? I gave him a follow. I threw him a follow. Can I say though? I remember vividly the 1990. I think it was the 1990 season. That was the first year that my parents let me watch SNL with them. Yeah, and what do you remember best. most? What do you remember most about it? The musical guests. They were so good that year. Who was like a good musical guest that year? Elvis Costello. Who introduced um, him? Who introduced him? Uh, Alex oh, Baldwin. Uh, Norm from Cheers. George Went. Yeah. And uh, World Party. World Party came out. Yeah. And Fishbone. Fishbone, yes. Delight. Um, do you remember this one from SNL? Check this out. Hey, Mike. Listen to this. Why? Why, why is it not? Why? Why? Why ain't I got no sound? I tell you. With this show. I tell you. I, I hear these other shows. These other podcasts. They got everything running for them. They got everything running. This thing's a flop. If it was DC 101, it would work. 
It was thank you, thank you. If it was DC one oh one they'd certainly have sound. Why do I hold on. Come on. But I'll be here with musical guest Toots and the Maytals hosting Saturday Night Live, or as it will soon be called, Trump Night Live. Can somebody find me him going, we've got a great show for you tonight. Toots and the Maytals are here. <laughs> That's Trump. Yeah. <laughs> he hosted SNL when Toots and the Maytals were the band. So he must have said somewhere, We've got a great show for you tonight. Toots and the Maytals are here. Right? No, oh, that, that year also Sting hosted and was the musical guest. Was that the first double duty on that? I don't know if that was the first ever, but I, it was Sting and he was... Uh, do you like think Do you think they ever let Justin Timberlake do double duty on it again? Ever again? Well, my memory is such revisionist history that i thought he'd already done it he has oh well i think he has to make another good record then in order to do it Mm -hmm. all right well we'll find out thanks for the call buddy best show hi hi welcome hi it's uh josh from boston what's up josh hey uh well just had something for the topic how are things in boston tonight uh, well, it's kind of just uh, rainy, probably like it is over there. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Yeah. What am I doing? Just yeah. Sitting on back. the couch listening to a little bit of the, A little bit of God's green herb, huh? Right? <laughs> sitting back. Oh, no. Smoking that stinky yanky. No. I never have. Even now that it's it's recreational, it's legal here now. You but I you'll, be, you'll be on it. <laughs> You'll be selling it, oh. right? Well, it's legal now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you got? Industry. What do you got for me, buddy? What do you got? Well, do you remember uh, in the nineties? Um, Nirvana. Remember that? Yeah. What do you got? What do you got? Okay, I remember that. What else? In the 90s, there was supposed to be a Superman movie starring Nick Cage. That's right. He Nicholas Cage was going to be Superman, and it was going to be directed yeah. by uh, Tim Burton. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I think the, like Kevin Smith had something to do with that. Kevin Smith wrote the script. Yeah. Yeah. What, what do you want to know? What would happen if that movie got made? How would that change the... Well, would it change? Yeah. Let's think it through. If if uh, if uh, if Nicolas Cage was Superman, then there would be no. They probably would. It would probably. Do you think it would have worked? I think it would have worked. I think people would have. I think it would. He. I think it would have worked. People would have gone along with it. I think maybe it would have been one of those things that wasn't well accepted at the time, but then like. Ten years later, everyone would realize it was amazing. I think it would have worked. So it would mean that there'd be... So that would mean that the superhero thing would have worked from for DC sooner. Like, they would have had their, their little spike, right? Yeah. Then, let's think that through. What's that mean? Maybe it means Maybe the Marvel thing doesn't happen, right? Oh, uh-huh. yeah. 
Or maybe it's just a pale shadow. Maybe it mean Suicide Squad never needed to get made. Well, I don't know what I would do then. <laughs> I see. I watch. I try to watch that movie at least once a week. Oh, why? Why would you do that? Because I'm fa- a fan of all the 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 uh, anti heroes in it. <laughs> Enchantress, Harley Enchantress. Quinn, Deadshot, Captain Boomerang. Yeah, Slipknot. Oh yeah, they got with the ropes. El Diablo. Remember, Di- remember El Diablo? He killed his family. Yeah. He torched his family. <laughs> he felt bad about it. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe Suicide. So Suicide Squad would have had uh, Nicholas Cage in it, probably. <laughs> that. That would have definitely been an improvement. Like Superman would have showed up to fight the Suicide Squad. Yeah. So what else you got for me, Chief? Anything? I well, I guess that's it. Okay. Goodbye. I want to tell you all about. Uh, uh, let me talk. Let me read this thing about my friends who uh, there. I told you last week about uh, about. My friend Ryan Ridgely, he's dealing with some stuff. Um, He's got like a brain uh, situation. He's a young guy, sweetheart of a person. I know him and I know his uh, his partner, Stephanie, and they're the two of the sweetest people you ever meet. And they've got a, a GoFundMe up over at, uh, you know, on GoFundMe. I'm going to tweet it out now. And they're just two kids, and they they need they need to make sure they're, they they've got so much medical stuff. He's got this brain uh, situation that that uh, they're figuring out what it is, but it's 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 really intense. And just help him out if you could, just if you can, even if it's just you spreading the word. I'm gonna tweet it out right now. Even if you just spread the word. There we go. Right? Wait, there's nobody on the line. Hold on. So, yeah, so it's just, it, I just it helped them out, these poor kids. I love them. We got a great show for you tonight. Toots and the Maytals are here. Weirdly lifeless. Everything's lifeless. Somebody sent me a thing. The guy from Flannel Graph Records sent me a uh, Dusty Rhodes action figure. He said he was upgrading. He actually got an upgrade, which he even he admit. Thankfully, he admitted that was a sad statement. That he's upgrading his wrestling action figures because he knows I like that one speech about hard times. Right, Mike. What now? You like it? You you know about hard times, right, Mike? You like that speech? We all know about hard times, right? You know about hard times. This is Nelson. We're not going to play this commercial for soap. 15 seconds, eh? Make me watch the whole thing. 
Not one. Here we go. Hard times. Here is the American dream. Dusty Rhodes and Dusty, your fans welcome you back, man. First of all, I would like to thank the many, many fans throughout this country that wrote cards and letters to Dusty Rhodes, the American dream, while I was down. This is my story. Secondly, I want to thank Jim Crockett Promotions for waiting and taking the time because I know how important it was. Starcade 85, it is to the resident fans, it is the Jim Crockett Promotions. And Dusty Rhodes, the American dream, with that weight, got what I wanted. Ric Flair, the world's heavyweight champion. I don't have to say a lot more about the way I feel about Ric Flair. And see, cause look, it's wrestling and the, the, everybody knows with wrestling. The fun part is when they yell in the microphone like this. The worst part of wrestling is the wrestling part. Right? That's the, by far the worst part of wrestling is when they wrestle. I like when they yell in the microphone. I wonder why. So this guy, Dusty Rhodes, and look, he's not exactly, it's not exactly the rock. You know, he admits it, but he's talking about Ric Flair. No honor. There is no honor among thieves in the first place. He put hard times on Dusty Rhodes and his family. You don't know what hard times are, Daddy. Hard times are when the textile workers around this country are out of work. They got four or five kids and can't pay their wages, can't buy their food. Hard times are when the auto workers are out of work and they tell them go home. And hard times are when a man has worked at a job 30 years. 30 years. They give him a watch, kick him in the butt, and say, hey, a computer took your place, Daddy. That's Time. Yeah, I get it. That's hard times, man. I gotta get some shades like Dusty Rhodes. Those aviator shades. The David Koresh. All the cool people have those shades. David Koresh, Dusty Rhodes. Best show. Hey Tom, how's it going? It's going well. To whom am I speaking? Oh, this is Paul from Baltimore. Paul from Baltimore. What's up, Paul? Not much. I got uh, one for the topic for tonight. Um, I was wondering what you thought of an alternate timeline yes. with uh, about what Dave Grohl's career trajectory would be if Nirvana were still trying to go at it today. Oh well, he was about he was going to get booted out of Nirvana. He was he was one inch away from getting tossed from Nirvana. Oh really? I, uh, yeah, he I would have been bounced. He would have gotten bounced within a year, and then All he right, just would well, have just been a drummer. Mm-hmm, There'd be no not food a fighters. documentarian. Not, no, not none, a, none, none of that would happen. There'd be no food fighters. <laughs> no food fighters at all, either. No, it would have been like a um, would have been like a thing that came out on uh, on uh, on uh, like a uh, simple machines would have put it out record label. You, what about like uh you think you would have gotten into uh, maybe found a uh some kind of thing in new metal? You think he would have uh, thrown rolled his dice at No. That? He would have been uh, he would just have been a session guy. He would have just he would have just been the guy who jumps into different bands and stuff. Right? He probably would have ended up playing with Stone Temple Pilots. Oh god, I wouldn't wish that on anyone. Why? They're better <laughs> than Nirvana. You know that. 
Boom, 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 boom. Uh, I, I, I could differ with you. Oh, no, you know it's um, true, though. You know it's true. I know you know it's true. You know it's well, true, I'll, buddy. You know, I, I promise you I'll, re, I'll, uh, I'll re-listen to my CP and see if I could uh, re-evaluate on that. Sure. Yeah. Listen to the song. I got, home, I got homework now for the week. You do. Mm-hmm. Listen to the song Vaseline. You'll get it. Pizza show up? Oh, good, good. Good. I saw a vampire weekend on the weekend. I'm going to say this. This is one of the best things I ever saw in my life. In terms of a, a, a rock concert. They got an album came out. Father of the Bride. It's a great album. New album. So and these guys, and we, 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 you know, we're, we're we're friends with them, right? We had Chris uh, Thompson in here uh, last year. He's got his album "Dams of the West," which is great. But uh, it's a great band. I love them. I love them. I, they whatever. So and they do a show at Webster Hall, a small place, where they uh, they played all day. They started at eleven in the morning. They did, uh, then they played for like an hour and a half. Then they took a little break and they gave everybody food. They had bagels for everybody. It's free, free bagels. Then the second set, they came out, they played their whole new album, all, all of it, like two hours of that. That was great. And then they took a break and they had pizza for everybody for an hour. Everybody ate pizza. Then they came back out and played hits and, and, uh, oddities and stuff. It was, it was unbelievable. There's something nice. You know, it's nice. It's, it's, and it's, it's, I get the spirit of this. You know why? Cause it's like you get an opportunity to do a thing and you do something with it. You don't just sleepwalk through it or you don't just do the minimum. You, you try to make something special, something that people will be, uh, people won't forget. You know what I mean, Mike? Like the best show. Thank you. Like, remember we used to do the, the marathon shows? We made them big. We made them big. We left a mark. I didn't even hear with this show. Think I'm messing around? No, I'm, I'm trying to do stuff here. I'm trying to do something special. I'm not here to get smaller in life. I'm here to get bigger. I got to, I got some big plays I got to make. It's time for some... some uh, it's, it's time. It's time. Here's the thing Dudio handed me. What's he say? 9-11 doesn't happen. What does Bruce Springsteen write an album? I don't know. That's weird. What's he write an album about? I would think bigger things came up other than if 9-11 didn't happen, it wouldn't be what happened to Bruce Springsteen's album. 
ghoulish. At best, it's ghoulish. And Mike wrote one here. What if the Archduke Franz Ferdinand of Austria wasn't assassinated? I don't know. World War Two would have been World War One then. I don't know. It's a move. It's a move. Or, or would it just started with World War Two? What? World War Two came out of World War One. That's right, because the the because uh, the Germans they kept going because they were mad about World War One, right? And then that made them create World War Two. And then they got. And then it was bad. Okay, and Pat wants to know, what if Conan kept the Tonight Show? Well, that would mean Jimmy Fallon. Uh, what would that mean? Would he have stayed at? Uh, would mean Leno would not have come back. Because Leno came back, and I still want him to come back. I still feel like. I hope Leno comes back one final time, takes the Tonight Show from, uh, and takes the Tonight Show from uh, from uh, Jimmy Fallon. Just a show, one last time. Does it th- that way? He does it three times. He had the show three times. Just lets everybody know he runs everything, and he'll take anything from you. You better watch your step. He'll take it. Oh my God! Could you imagine if he took it? He comes back. I'm, I hope he does. I hope. I hope he's got one more in him. One more Godfather move. He's the Godfather. Well, that would mean that that Leno was gone. Probably mean Leno might have bounced to a different network. Then he might have gone to uh, uh, to uh, ABC. Get Kimmel to take the second shift. Leno kicked... No, maybe he would have gone to Fox. If he went to Fox, right? Then that would mean... Uh, uh, that Fallon would stay at 12.30, right? And I guess it would mean for Seth Myers. What's that mean for Seth Myers? He would have stayed on SNL longer, and then he probably would have left to uh, do a show called Seth. Like a sitcom, right? Where he plays like the like the owner of like a uh, of like a, a charm school or something. A dan- a dan- like a dance school. He he inherits a dance school. I might start going to dance school. What do you think about that, Mike? It'd be interesting. The tango? No. Tap. I'll just start doing tap. Oh, yeah. No, no, I understand the shoes are a part of it. I guess I'll get tap shoes. Uh, anywhere. I'm sure that's, I'm sure there's places that just sell tap shoe garbage, tap dancing garbage. Best show, hi. Hi. Welcome. This is Mary. Sorry. <laughs> Mary? Yes, Mary from, from Lansdale. From Lansdale. How are you tonight, Mary? Very good. How are you? I'm all right. What's going on? 
Well, um, I have one for the topic. Let's, Here's my premise. Let me hear this. I'm ready for. I'm ready for you, Mary. All right. What if Philadelphia had never stopped it being the capital of the United States? If Philadelphia, you know? yes, because Philadelphia at one point was the capital of the United States, and then they moved it to uh, New York for about ten years, and then they built Washington D.C. Yes. When was it? When was Princeton the capital? Oh my goodness, was it? Do you know about this? No. Let me check here. Princeton, Princeton, U.S. capital. Let's see what it says. From June 30th to November 4th, 1783, Princeton was the provisional capital of the United States. And Nassau Hall on the Princeton campus served as its seat of government. The Congress of the Confederation met in the building's library on the second floor. Whoa. So, So for about a few months. Huh. Wow. You know what? That that kind of blows my mind. Yeah. <laughs> so what would happen if it stayed in Philly? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, president, thinking, first, president Frank Rizzo? Oh, no. Frank oh, Rizzo well, would have been president. Instead of Reagan, it would have been Rizzo. Uh, we would have ended up where we are now only a lot sooner. They could have run on a ticket, Rizzo-Reagan. Rizzo, Right. Oh no. <laughs> then Reagan would have run where George Bush went, where H. W. Bush went. Yeah. And then Reagan would have been president for eight years. Then he oh, would man. have. Then Bush would have been president after that. So that would mean no Clinton wouldn't have happened. Maybe it would have happened later. Oh, this is the worst timeline. Yeah. Oh no. And then Rizzo's kid would have become president, just like George Bush's kid became president. Uh, That's how that would have gone. Do you watch Game of Thrones, Mary? I'm afraid I do. So let me just ask you a couple questions, because I was trying to piece it together, and I still don't feel satisfied with this. Uh Uh-huh. So there's ghouls on the show, right? And there's zombies on the show, right? Yeah. Um... Are there, like, other monsters on it, like mummies or creatures from the Black Lagoons? Um, well, I mean, there's dragons, and there's rumors that there's a kraken in the sea. Uh, okay. But I don't know if there's, you know, my husband's actually read the books, and he's sitting right next to me. Hey, honey, are there any other, like, monsters on the show besides the the Vulcan Game of Thrones? Yeah. No, it's just the, uh, the undead and uh, dragons and maybe a kraken. What if... Oh, the, there's mermaids, apparently. There's mermaids. Ooh. Yeah. There's no werewolves, What if they turn some of those? No, no werewolves. I don't... What no. if it turns Wait. out that Dinklage is a werewolf in the final episode? Would you be Would you be into that or not into that? I would laugh so hard. That would be... I, I, I'd, I'd be totally into that. You know, the show's ridiculous as it is. What if for the final episode, the throne is there, right? Uh-huh. And then, like, one of them sits on the throne. Uh, Jon Snow, right? Uh-huh. Sits on the throne. And then a drum set lowers down in front of him, <laughs> right? 
Uh-huh. And then he starts playing the drum solo from like the Beatles and like <laughs> and then suddenly then it's like and all of a sudden the rest of them have instruments right and that's how they end the show it's like love you and in the end right what if that's how it ended oh uh, I, you know what people would be so angry I'd love yeah. it People would be angry. I, I, oh, they they would be so mad. Yeah, if it ended with like rock music. Oh, I I can just imagine like you know Twitter would tear itself apart. It would crash the whole the internet would crash. What if they're playing and it's like as equal to the love you make <laughs> and suddenly but then they, suddenly it's like ladies and gentlemen and then they bring out uh ladies and gentlemen Tyler the creator right and he comes out. And just like does does like a set, like he does like seven songs. <laughs> I, I'd I'd be into it. Yeah, no, I think that'd be a good way to go. It make as much sense as anything else they're doing on the show. You're sure there's no like there's no vampires or werewolves or mummies. Well, like so, there's these group called like the Children of the Forest, and they're basically kind of like like scary elves but we've only seen them like a few seasons ago and they never came back okay. it's like this totally dropped thread it's really annoying all right well maybe they'll bring it back i hope so we are the, the children of just... the forest we are <laughs> the children of the forest i hope they come back i hope the children i hope the children of the forest come back and they also and you know who else comes you know what if what if suddenly this is how the sh- whole show should end it's the throne. Um, and then what's his face? Dinklage is fighting in a sword fight with the, the lady with the dragons, right? Yeah. Would they fight those two? Um, they're on the same side currently, but you know, things switch back and forth. So, but he could, what if suddenly he's like, I want the throne, right? What if he's That's, like, well, what if he goes, I thought about it. <laughs> I think I'm going to get the throne. And then you know who runs and grabs the throne? The guy, the Russian from the Sopranos. <laughs> the one who ran into the woods and every and everybody was always like, that guy's coming back. That guy's coming ah. back. Whatever happened to that guy? What if he came, what if they actually did the lowest common denominator thing and brought him back <laughs> and he gets the throne? So when you get the throne, do you become like magic or something? Uh, I, you know what? I don't think we actually know. I mean, like so far, you've just become like you know king of the seven kingdoms. But you know, but it's now not there's like dragons. But there's not like a rush of like you don't become like like super powered. No, I don't. No, I don't think so. Because who's Daenerys has like magic, you know, dragons and stuff. And who's sitting so, on the throne right now? No one. Cersei. 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 Yeah, she's the blonde lady. The the other blonde lady. There's too many blonde ladies. Okay. She's the bad blonde lady. Well, so actually, she, I think Daenerys is actually kind of bad, but yeah. So she's on the throne right now. Right. And is the whole point of the thing like there can only be one? Yep. And they, and they it's guaranteed that they you're not going to get tricked on this thing, you guys. Hmm. <laughs> 
I really hope not. <laughs> what if suddenly, what would you do if suddenly it's like the final episode, final five minutes, and the throne is there, and then suddenly somebody opens a door and there's three more thrones in it, in a different room? <laughs> well, I got real angry at the end of Lost. Yeah. I could probably get real angry watching Game of Thrones. Actually, as my husband just pointed out to me, I already am angry about Game of Thrones. Why are I'm you already angry? mad at how What makes you mad? I they killed the Night King too fast. Mm hmm. Are you sure he's dead? Uh I mean I know at nothing this point, about I'm not it. sure of anything. I know I'm nothing not sure of anything. It. I know nothing about it, but I'm just saying. That oh, sounds as plausible off. that sounds as plausible as anything for somebody to just go, <laughs> Are you sure he's dead? Knowing well, literally not how it works. People have come back from the dead on that show several times. So he might not be. Yeah. I mean, fingers crossed. I kind of want him to win. You want the Night King to win? Yep. What if Jack Skellington shows up <laughs> from Nightmare Before Christmas? That would definitely be a shock. That yeah yeah that would that would that would be a shock. That would get you. Yeah, I think I think that would cause me to you know pull an Elvis. What if the cast of Parks and Recreation show up? Wow. Ouch. And then Ron Swanson gets the throne. <laughs> oh, no. That's like the worst meme come to life or something. Yeah. Can we also yeah. get past this one comedian? Oh, the, this guy who wrote like six episodes of of The Simpsons or whatever. There's this cult around this guy. Whatever with this Schwartz and Druber, whatever his name was. Oh, Ooh. yeah. It's like he wrote he wrote some Simpsons episodes and then split. It's like okay, you can leave. Everybody can leave, but it's like it's, it's just that, strange. It's a, it's weird. It's weird how people become overly fascinated by people who hide and want nothing to do with people who are begging. For to be acknowledged for their accomplishments, and not only that, but he didn't even write my favorite episodes. I mean, th those are all going back to Conan O'Brien. Mm -hmm. It just you takes know. like think about it. There's somebody who's great, and they're just like, yeah, I'm still here. But they're like, mm -hmm. no, no, we're gonna go look for the guy who doesn't want to be found. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, yeah. Leave me alone. I want to be left alone. And people are like, we kind of want to know what's going on with you. Oh, man. Are people like, seeking him out? But people are always talking about those. Uh, like, what's he doing? What's he... I don't know. He's ignoring you. He's living his life. Mary, what do you got for me? Anything for the topic? Uh, Well, beyond Philadelphia, I can't be in the capital. No, uh, nope. I think it would, I think I think it would it. be mayor. I think Frank Rizzo would become president. That's terif that's terrifying. That's a scary note to leave leave you on. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Thank you. You have, have a good night, Tom. Evening. Bye. This Nick DePaulo special. People are like tweeting pictures of this thing. This guy Nick DePaulo. This guy's a comedian. I, th I look. I'm not a fan. Yeah, because I I had a. It, I went to do I went to a comedy show once, right? 
uh, Eating It, which was the show in New York. And uh, he was on stage and he started making fun of my jacket. Like, he started making fun of my jacket from the stage. Like, oh, what are you got your jacket? What's your jacket? It's February. I'm wearing a winter coat. Meanwhile, he he's wearing some cheap leather jacket, like a like a two bit hoodlum. Like we're like we're gonna do a like we're gonna do a, a smash and grab. You know, what are you, the wheel man? But I always thought he was kind of funny, even in spite despite that. But now he's got this special, like he, look, he's leaning into, I guess, being like some right wing dude now or whatever. I guess either he feels that way or it's like a marketing angle. I don't care. Who cares? This guy's a snooze anyway. Who cares what any entertainer thinks about anything? I don't care. But his new special, Nick DiPaolo, a breath of fresh air. And there's like this picture that's been floating around of him. Giving the finger to like couple people of color. Like they just look like students. A me too sign. It's just such a weird choice. It's like how much of a simpleton would you have to be to be happy that this is who he's yelling at in his special? Just looks like young people. What do you care? Calm down. Nick DePaul made fun of my jacket. Unbelievable. What am I supposed to be wearing? And his jacket was so cheap looking. You know those cheap leather jackets? They're almost like members only jackets. Yeah, it was like a pleather. It's almost like a like a It was so yeah, well, what's, your, what's up with your coat? Well, I'm trying to be warm in the winter. Funny thing about New York in the winter. It's cold outside. Sorry, I'm not, I'm sorry I'm not wearing, what are you, auditioning for uh, Lords of Flatbush? With this? Is there, is there a, uh, an off-Broadway production of Lords of Flatbush? Wait, you're going to go, you're going to do, do a street version of Fist? Right? You can cry, stand around a flaming garbage can? Sing doo-wop? Unbelievable, this guy. Make fun of my jacket. And look, this was not, this was not long ago. That's why it's still fresh in my mind. This was only 20 years ago. So it makes perfect sense that I'm still furious about it. Yeah, this was 17 years ago, everyone. That he made fun of my jacket. And I'm still carrying this grudge around. Just for comedic purposes, of course. I don't care. Given the finger. Oh, no. He's not messing around. He's giving them the finger. 
You know, the thing about stand-ups that's so weird is they do their thing. They're like, it's such a fraudulent, not fraudulent. It's such a dis. It's like they have conversations and they'll be like, yeah, anybody see, uh, anybody see this new Avengers movie? And the last, literally the last thing they want in the world is somebody to go, I saw it. But they ask it as a question. They literally, why am I saying literally so much? They solicit a question, they, they throw a question out that they don't want an answer to. Anybody see this, uh, this new Ugly Dolls movie? I didn't see it yet. I'm probably not gonna. You get thrown out. And if these comedians, they all complain, a bachelorette party came in. Okay. Don't do stand-up then. I don't have to tell you. Go do private shows. Yeah, I'm doing the thing and then a bachelorette party comes in. Okay. You're up there pretending to have a conversation and you're doing a monologue. You're pretending it's a dialogue. It's weird. Everything's weird. Anybody see this song? Anybody see Avengers Endgame? I saw it. I loved it. Best show, huh? Get him out of here. I'd get thrown out if I said that. Hi, Tom. Hold on. Hold on one second, please. Okay. And then I'd say... But that cheap jacket he wore, I still think about it. It's like the kind of jacket that you clean with, like, Windex. You know, like, it would even be, like, on the tag, like, recommended. Mm-hmm. Like, you just spray it with Windex and wipe it down with a paper towel or a napkin. To whom am I speaking? Hi, Tom. This is Cody in Southbridge. I'm calling you again. I called a few weeks ago. What's up, Cody? Oh, not too much. Hanging out at Starlight, playing some Clask. Hanging out where? At, at a bar called Starlight here in Southbridge. Where Where is Southbridge? Okay, uh, Southbridge is Massachusetts. It's about 30 minutes uh, west of Worcester. Are you the ca- karaoke guy? Oh, I'm not the, I, I have run karaoke before, but I'm not the karaoke guy you're probably thinking of. Okay. We're going to open mic here. All right. Well, well, what do you got for me? For the topic, um, what if the events that happened when Michael Jordan had his first retirement in 93, what if what happened in Space Jam actually did happen? Because in Space Jam, it determined an alternate reality that split right when he retired for the first time in 93, and he would go and help the Looney Tunes not be put to slaves on Moron Mountain, and he put a lot of effort in and helped the Looney Tunes out. And I just wonder if that happened in our universe, how that would affect him going on in his career, or would he just be freaked out? Would he, like, try to help the Looney Tunes more often? I don't know. Would he have to care about them? I'm just... Wait, wait. So you're saying, what if it wasn't a movie? Yeah. And it actually That's the way Michael Jordan's career unfolded. Okay, well, let's think this through. First of all, as a side note, let me just say, this this yeah. this Space Jam movie did a real number on a lot of kids. Yeah, it was my generation. I never saw a movie do as much of a number on an entire generation of children 
as this space jam. Yeah, it uh, it was it was a lot of our first experiences with Looney Tunes. I think you know we had some mm-hmm. well, reruns, but that was our first glimpse into uh, the times. You know, the modern Looney Tunes. Yeah, yeah, that's when you got a taste of the uh, the voice, the slightly <laughs> the slightly the slightly different Bugs Bunny. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, what's up, Doc? Like that. Somewhat what if off. he performed that as a one-man show? What's that now? What if he did all the voices in a one-man show and someone was doing the puppets or the live animation? You know those are not puppets, cool. right? Those are... Oh, those are animated things. Yeah, spells, yes. they call them, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, so the movie was a great way for children to meet the Looney Tunes. It was a great way yep. for you to meet uh, basketball players, right? Yeah, like nearly retired ones that I knew were amazing yeah. but never got to actually see play. Like who? Like Larry Bird. Larry Bird. Larry Bird, who blew his back out shoveling snow. He's too cheap to hire a kid to shovel his mother's... <laughs> literally. Literally. How really? many millions of dollars did this guy lose because he was too cheap to hire a kid to shovel his mother's driveway? Oh, my God. When did this happen? Yeah, late in his career. He's a cheap skater. Wow. Short arms and deep pockets. Yeah, that would have paid a kid help. ten bucks. He would have probably made another thirty million dollars. <laughs> why? Do, why is he not considered? Out. Why is he not considered one of the all-time dumbest people for that? <laughs> like that should that should be the kind of thing that would stick with him. Like oh, totally. That's like a Bill Buckner play. Yes, it should be his his Bill Buckner thing is, right? is him blowing his back. And, and I, I didn't even know that was a thing until you just told me right now. But that really, I think of him differently now. You know what else it was? Uh, Space Jam was a chance for you as a child to meet Quad City DJs. Come on, you can run it. Oh, you yeah. can run it. Right? That was your chance to meet them. Yeah. Well, that was great. And on the actual soundtrack of Space Jam, which I did have, they had a song called Buggin', which I don't know, it might have been a cover, but it was Bugs Bunny rapping the whole time. Mm-hmm. It was great. That was an important moment, I think, in rap history. Uh, I'm going to say it probably wasn't, though. Oh, you're probably right. <laughs> um, but look, it was an important moment for you. It was. That's good. It was. Now, when Space Jam 2 comes out, what are you going to do? you going to see it? Uh, it depends. Yeah, I'm going to see it. I don't know if it'll be in theaters. It depends on who's behind it, you know, the team. It can't be just some... Generic. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be a hard balance to not ruin the whole. You know how amazing Space Jam was. You can't oh, ruin yeah. that. Oh, of course. Yeah, no, that was like it's, it's sacred text. We can't sacred text. So is LeBron still gonna be in this one? Yes. Wow. Who else should be in it with them? Who else do you think? Oh, obviously Bill Murray. Yeah, Bill Murray will be there. But in terms of players, who should who should we players. be thinking about as players? <sighs> Okay. Um, what should we be thinking about? So Steven, this is why I, I would like. Steven Jackson. Are we Jackson. trying to figure out, like, okay, you, you keep going. I interrupted. I want I want Steven Jackson to be in it, the guy okay. who, and Meta World Peace, two guys who were in the <laughs> fight when the, when the fans spilled, when the players spilled into the stands and fought uh, the, uh, yeah. the crowd. I want them in the movie. And that would inform the younger audience now that there was a generation right before them that was a little yeah. more aggressive. Yeah. Who else do you want in the movie? Who who do you want? All right, uh, you let's see, in? Kevin Garnett maybe. Kevin Garnett would be good, right? I think. 
Have you ever acted in anything? That is important. I think that's he's important. Great. He's, he's hilarious. I, I worked with him. Okay. So thing. he's funny? He's very funny. Oh, well, that would be a good call for Space Jam 2 to get him in in that project. Mm-hmm. What about R. Kelly? Is he back? Please, no. No? I don't think so. Do you think he should be back? No. I want to know what okay. you think. Yeah, we're good with that. I'm asking to see yep. what you think. No, no, not me. Let's see who else. Uh, is Steph Curry, Curry too good of a like? Is that obvious? Too obvious? I think you bring. Uh, I think you put in the movie. You put a. Uh, what if they just get a group of just like the most boring players around him? <laughs> Andre Iguodala. Oh my god! Right. Yeah. And it's like Mike. It's like like LeBron. Oh, Scalabrini. You want Brian Scalabrini to be? Well, there. if it's that version of Space Jam, yes. You mean so that he can be like the Sean Sean Bradley? Yeah, he's the Michael Jordan. Okay. You're you're way off. Your your version of Space Jam Two is going to be something else. <laughs> Come on, you can ride it. Characters? You can ride it. Remember? Come on, you can ride it. You can ride Come it. up and slam and welcome to the jam. If you yeah, that's the one, right? There you go. Yeah. Yeah. What if George R. Hey, R. Martin is in it? Oh my God, he's like, yeah, he, and he's got like crazy. He's, the books he's got in like the movie, but what if he's got like really? He's like got really good uh, basketball skills. <laughs> he can like, oh my God, we got to think of some good. You should ask your callers some good Game of Thrones themed basketball plays. What are you? What are you? My, are you write for this show? I'm your agent. I'm not your agent. I'm not. Look, I was, I, admittedly, I'm not. I got thrown. Admittedly, I got thrown because uh, I'm not used to anybody <laughs> uh, pitching ideas. Usually, they, uh, they, I don't, uh, the only way I get an idea from anybody who works on the show is if it ends in apmike.bandcamp.com. Oh, my God. Still got any calendars, by the way? No. Thankfully, they're all gone. That's good. The studio does his live Hold shows. Out. Pat does his shows. Yeah. You guys have anything I'm really loving... up? Hold on. Yeah, yeah. No problem, no problem. You like to talk. Okay. You like to talk, don't okay. you? You're, you're chatty, aren't you? Uh, not really. I've just been listening to a lot of Best Show and a lot of Meet My Friends, the Friends. Were you ramped up? Were you ramped up? Oh, yeah. Broth get me all ramped up. Yeah, sure. Yeah. What, do you guys have anything you want to plug, Dudio? Plugs? Hold on a second. He left? Jason left? Oh, my God. Jason Edudio left. Well, how about that? Oh, my God. The wonders never cease. What's your name again, kid? My name is Cody. And you're where now? I'm in Southridge, Massachusetts. Yeah, you're nowhere, near, you're nowhere near me. Uh, I was going to bring you in. I'm pretty close. I could make it there. All right, goodbye. You, you drive me nuts. Mike wants me to read an email. Hi, AP Mike. Can I read it? Yeah. Hi, AP Mike. I was wondering if you were planning to offer autographed headshots again. When did he stop offering it? I ran out. Oh, you ran out? Yeah. Do you want me to order you more? Well, after this letter, maybe. My 11-year-old daughter is a huge Best Show fan, and I got her an autographed headshot for Christmas but she spilled water on it. It was really upset. 
I was planning to get her a new one for her birthday, but didn't see an option to get her one on the merch page. Do you think you'll plan to do them again? Thanks. It's the most depressing thing I've ever read in my life. A, a child wants a second AP Mike headshot. All it is is a, it's a photo of Mike that we get printed at a headshot place. And how many, how many have you sold? Thousands. Oh yeah, no, I was ordering, I was ordering hundreds at a time. And you've burned through multiple orders. Mike, you've done so. It's, it's. Best show, hi. Yes, hi, Tom. Welcome. This is Paul from Toronto. Paul from Toronto. What's up, buddy? Not much. Having an average Tuesday night. Taking in the best show. Taking care of my sister's cat. Taking care of your sister's cat? Yeah. What's the cat's name? Petrushka. Petrushka? Petrushka. Petrushka. Yeah. You ever notice on things, Paul, how they always have, um, they always have like on TV shows or in commercials, people's pets always have like Mr. attached to that. You know what I mean? It's always like, yep. come here, Mr. Snuggles. And then like in real life, no one's cat has like Mr. in the name. Yes, I, I have seen that phenomenon. It's a TV and, show. Um, Come here, Mr. Well, Whiskers. And then you meet people with their cat, and they're like, yeah, my cat's not named Mr. I would only name my cat. You know what I'd name my cat? Mr. Mister, mm. after the band Mr. Mister. <laughs> well, that's a pretty good one. Thanks. So anyways, I got one for the topic. Let's hear it. Okay, so... It's a three-pronged one, but a unifying theme. And the theme is, what if punk, dot, 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 either happened earlier, okay. like, say, the, the Stooges got super huge, like Led Zeppelin huge, well, yeah, what if the, the, okay, this is a good one. What if the Stooges became huge like Led Zeppelin, right? Yeah. Then that would assume, are you assuming conversely Led Zeppelin don't become huge? The Stooges took their slot? Mm, no, like, just, I mean, like, as big as. Conversely, okay. like, um, say, the other one, B, punk happened later and um i don't know like black flag got like as big as nirvana yeah then it would just mean there's an audience of people who are like all uh all, all juiced for for uh punk like that would be for it would not have any kind of rebellious element to it that's true like and that's why like i came up with this so then what would be rebellious music? What would become, because every kid needs something to push back against, right? Well, like, I'm basically t- talking, uh, <clears throat> basically, 
Sorry, I have very bad allergies right now. That's all right, you don't worry about it. Um, basically, I'm, I'm talking about like strictly within like a North American frame that um, that would happen. But like, yeah, the pushback would become from like bands like Flipper or. Um, See, no, I think other stuff would become. I think maybe you'd have like, uh, maybe like kind of like synth pop would be like punk then, right? Possibly, like like, like if, Vronsky beat or um, Thompson Twins would be would be like real edgy edgy uh, music then that that only like a subset of of kids likes. Then you'd That's have an entire- all these movie. Then they'd have movies where it would just be like, kids would be like the the punks would walk into school dressed like uh, uh, the, uh, the, the, the 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 Joe Leeway from the Thompson Twins. That's that's exactly like what I was thinking. Yeah, there you go, buddy. And the and the third one was, what if punk never happened in the first place? Maybe it didn't. Might be where we're at. Maybe punk didn't happen. I'm kidding. It did happen. Well, no, like, what I mean, if like, it didn't ha- But, like, what would it mean if it didn't happen? So it would mean something would else would have to fill the void. See, there you go. That's 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 exactly why I brought, brought this question to the forefront. Good question. Because... You're right. I get it. I get it. You're right. I get it. I appreciate it. All right, thank you very much, Tom. Have a grand evening. You too. So he left, huh? Yeah, I'm taking a couple points. A couple points off for leaving. But he's got stuff to do. You want to run more headshots off, Mike? Because what do you even have for sale at apmike.bandcamp.com now? A mysterious book club. What is that? For 10 bucks, hold on. So for 10 bucks, you send people a book. Do they have any say over it? Is it working? Yeah, I'm not promoting this one. This is this is this is the I, I I found the line now. That's the line. I'm not promoting your dumb book club. Well, it's not happening. So, not promoting Mike's book club. Yeah. Yeah. The crap. Mike's crap package. I'm sure you're signing the stuff too, right? Yeah, I read a little bit. Oh, okay. A little blurb. That's the line. I just found the line now. Did you see the Gigi Allen documentary? This was some of it. Yeah, okay. You're not selling drumsticks. Yeah. Yeah, at least, yeah. Thank heavens. But Be- best show. Hi. Hi, it's Kaylee from Brooklyn. 
Kaylee from Brooklyn. I know this Kaylee, right? Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. What's up, Kaylee? I'm good. I just moved. Congratulations. Thank you. Are you enjoying it? How are it? you? Are you enjoying it? Yeah, I'm all right. What's up? Um. So, oh, first of all, when you were talking about Game of Thrones before, you said the thing about the drum set yeah. coming down. Yeah. And I thought that you were going to go more in like a Travis Barker, Tommy Lee kind of like rotating Iron Throne thing, which I would have loved, but you didn't. No, I didn't. I went with just a, a full rock band starts playing. Right. So, so are you a big Game of Thrones fan, Kaylee? No, I, I mean I saw like three. I like it. I saw like three seasons, but I, I don't. I don't have HBO, you know, or whatever. Uh, that doesn't stop everyone else. <laughs> you think everyone else has HBO watching this thing? I don't have a TV either. <laughs> oh, that might stop you. You don't want to uh, huddle in front of your laptop. Not really. I, I'm such a law abider, you know. Such like a, a law abider. There you go. Yeah. To what do I owe the pleasure of this call, Kaylee? I uh, I had an idea for the topic. I was wondering, like, what would happen if Keanu was never Neo? Because he, yeah. two people were supposed to be the star of that movie that besides Keanu, like uh, Will Smith and Sandra Bullock. San, so the people that were offered the Matrix before Keanu Reeves was Will Smith. Yes. Or Sandra Bullock, yeah. Hmm. Sandra Bullock was offered the Neo role. They were, they were. Yeah, yeah, not Trinity, like the Neo one, yeah. So maybe that would mean that Trinity would be played by, uh, who would play Trinity then? A, A dude? Unless, I mean, a girl would be great too. Yeah. To be honest. But I mean, you can't have I don't two know. girls in a movie. I, <laughs> no, you can't. It's against the rules. But um, I just don't feel like Sandra Bullock is like the same energy as. I mean, they were both in Speed or whatever. But so, if it was Will Smith, the thing would have been a hit. Uh, it still would have been a hit, right? Oh yeah, he could do that. I mean, uh, he's in Men in Black, right? Yes, but then the problem so, is it would have been like he would he wouldn't have been able to not to hold back on the quips though, right? No, but and also like he wouldn't. I mean, we wouldn't have gotten like the the Keanu guy that we got from that you know from Will Smith. Yes. I don't think there'd be no John Wick if there was no no. Difference. Actually, I mean, no, I don't think so. No. Somebody else would be in it, but Keanu Reeves is the best person on the planet that could be john wick yeah and also that goes to uh makes me wonder if uh will smith was neo then who would be would morpheus be the same or would they go in a different direction with that guy what do you mean you can't have more than one person of color in a movie <laughs> i did not mean to no that's fine that's that. fine kelly no that's fine well you should maybe check some <laughs> current things out now it's uh I did. things have changed oh my god so these are different days now. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I know that's not what you meant. <laughs> I'm talking about Hollywood. <laughs> For Morpheus, yeah. Look, you are talking about Hollywood. They would, they would actually be like, well, I don't know if we can have uh, 
They would actually. They probably would have had like Dennis Hopper would have been Morpheus. Ew. Ew. Right? I don't like that. I like the Morpheus that we have. Yeah. That's one. You like Lawrence Fishburne as Morpheus. Oh, and I love him as uh, the pigeon guy in John Wick. <laughs> yes. Are you excited about John Wick part chapter three? Oh, yeah. I have not seen the Avengers, and I'm seeing John Wick 3 the day it comes out. The day. I'm excited because there's a basketball player in the movie. Who's that? Boban. This guy, Boban Moranovich. Is that how you say his last name? His name is Boban? Is he a hobbit? Yeah, he's a hobbit. He play, He's in the NBA, <laughs> but he's a hobbit. No, he's 7'3". Well, here's another thing, uh, Kaylee. You have to, people are from different countries also, and they have different kinds of names. Um, oh. Yes, he's from Serbia. Serbia. Yeah. That's definitely where the hobbits come from. <laughs> That's where the hobbits come from, Serbia. Mm-hmm. Look, I don't know. I don't watch Game of So there's no hobbits in Game of Thrones either. No, no, just the one, just the one. What? I, you know what? This call is a disaster. I I'm going to hang so up. Offensive. I'm hanging up on you right now. You're really offensive tonight. That was a, just the one. He's he, he's not a he's human. He's he's just a different size. It's not a different race. A different species. That's the most, maybe the most offensive call in the history of the show. Because she got panicked. That's how I know. No, she's sweet. She's just, she's just, uh, sometimes they slip away from you. I like Kelly. She's an FM, WFMU DJ. I remember she was a little kid. Best show, hi. Hey, Tom, how are you? I'm good. To whom am I speaking? Uh, this is Alex in Bellingham. Alex in Bellingham, Washington. Home of you can say it. Yeah, everybody knows. Girl trouble. Okay, okay. Yeah. Right? <laughs> hey, um, are you still talking about Lou Reed's acting career? If you want, we can talk about Lou Reed's acting career that didn't happen in the ultimate well, timeline. What do you got? Here's what I want to know is, um, have you seen One Trick Pony? Oh, yeah, he acts in One Trick Pony. Because I've watched the, that YouTube bit that's up there with where he produces the song like 20 times, but I've never seen the movie. And I've always wondered if it's worth checking out. I don't know if I've seen I really all like, of that movie. What, it's a movie that? that Paul Simon made. Yeah. Where he acted in the, like he was acting just what everybody wants from Paul Simon. Right. Yes. Well, he, yeah, I mean, when I, the, saw, when, uh, I, when I saw the Vampire Weekend uh, uh, this weekend, they played late in the evening. I don't know that. Do you know that song? No. It's a it's a song from that movie. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, I guess I, I've, I've only seen that, like, five-minute clip uh, where Lou is uh, producing the song, and that's all I've seen. Okay. So what else? And so I, I was, yeah, I don't know. I was just curious what your thoughts were on, on that. If um, I just, 
Okay, but no, I just I don't know. Topic. I don't know. I guess it would mean he was if he was acting and he probably wouldn't have been in that movie because he'd be too busy on sitcoms and they wouldn't want a sitcom right. actor in that. Yeah. Do you ever think about the VU multiverse? The Velvet Underground multiverse. Well, who would be in that yeah. now? And let me just say the other well, thing. The, the other thing that Vampire Weekend did, they did. First song they did was Sunday Morning by Velvet Underground. On a Sunday morning, 11 a.m., they played it. There you go. In New York, where the Velvet Underground were walking around. It was it was yeah. a very moving moment. Very nice. Yeah. So I think about uh, the Earth where uh, the band is Nico, Tony Conrad, Angus McLeese, Moe. Kale, Tucker, but no Reed. So Lou and, never uh, joined it because he's just like a he's just like a a, a, a songwriter uh, by trade. He's over at Pickwick. Well, I would think he just goes back and works for his dad. So he works as his dad as an accountant. Yeah, and he leaves that scene, and uh, like maybe right after they get hooked up with Andy, he just ditches. But the rest of the band carries on, but they bring back uh, Angus McLeese and Tony Conrad. So Lou splits. Why? I um, I don't know. Uh, I, I I hadn't got I hadn't gone that far. So you picture that the Velvet Underground in your version is like a lower lower Manhattan ver- like it's it's more the art thing with John Cale, Angus yeah. McLeese, Tony Conrad. Mo, but Sterling Morrison gets in, does not in it because that's a Syracuse connection. Well, I, I guess I, I was thinking that Lou was there, but then he ditches it shortly afterwards. Okay, well then, if, then... if Lou if Lou bounces early, then there's no Sterling Morrison and there's no Mo Tucker because that was a friend. That was his friend's sister. Gotcha. Well, I thought, I, but, but didn't they do some show with? Without Lou and like Sterling was always boasting about how it was his favorite. So I don't, I don't know. Is that true? I don't. I don't. I don't remember. I, no. I, no. I. I. Because there's some there's some bootleg recording of a show they did without Lou while he was in the hospital or something like that. Okay. When it was like so, a yeah. I think I know. I think I've heard something. Was it like a um? Yeah. So I, I was thinking, you know, maybe it could happen. Yeah, it could. I, I just, I, I'm, I would have liked to have heard, you know, what that was sound like with. Uh, well, with my studio. friend, thankfully, thankfully, there's a lot of Angus McLeese recordings out there, and a lot of the theater of uh, uh, the 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 Dream Syndicate stuff, and all those things that we can yeah. all hear yeah. some version of it. Yeah. There you go. Hey, I have a question for you. What's that? Now? So I was looking through um, an old uh, pop watch uh, magazine. Yeah, fanzine, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I, I saw a review you penned of Red Crayola's Coconut Hotel. Yeah, what did I write? I was dumb back then. Uh, I probably wrote something stupid. Well, well you you were the, were the person who tipped me off uh, back then to... Uh, international artist being owned by Kenny Rogers' brother. Mm-hmm. Leland Rogers. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, no, it, it's, it, you, you, it, it was well done. But I was just curious, is that something you ever revisit? What? Fanzines? Coconut Hotel. I actually listened to it about a year ago. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I I I was just wondering because uh, um, I think when I first when you first popped up on my radar, um, it just uh, no one's listening now. I just have to say we've driven okay. everyone away with this. I'm not even complaining about this. Yeah. I'm just saying okay. this is we've narrowed the audience so much that literally you and I are the only people who can follow this conversation. That's okay. That's that's fine. Um, well, uh, I think you've, oh, you know, I have one more question for you. Yeah. What's that? Uh, did you ever find out what the deal was with, um, Robert Palmer covering that Who's Could Do song? No. No. Okay. 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 I, I thought maybe you might've had an inside story on that, but no, I don't know. What song, okay. what song did he cover? I think New Day Rising. Really? Yeah, no, seriously, look it up. Uh, there, it's like a live recording, and uh, uh, he's uh, doing New Day Rising. I'm going to look it up. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's there on YouTube. Uh, I remember looking through, uh, I, I think it might even be mentioned in that Andrew Earle's book. I'm, I'm not sure. Now, right. But um, anyway, okay. I thought you might know. All right. I don't. I wish I did. Thanks, okay. Buddy. Hey, take care. You have a great night. Bye. Night. All right. Let's wrap it up. This person's been on hold a while. Best show, hi. Hey, Tom. Hey, who's this? How are you? I'm good. To whom am I speaking? Uh, it's Mike from uh, Virginia. Mike from Virginia. What's up, Mike? Hey. Um, well, listen, I'm watching... At least I was watching uh, the uh, end of the Blazers game. Yeah, what's going on with that? Yep, game? I think it's over. It's over. Yeah, I think what's it's up? over. The game's over. Yeah, I think it's over. What? What do you mean? Did the game ended? I think the game ended. I think one team. You're, you're more... driving me nuts because you're talking in weird circles. I don't like that. Okay, burn me out. Best show, hi. No more calls. Hey, Mike. I'm getting out of here. Best show, hi. Hey, I. Uh, this is Mike in Nashville. Mike in Nashville. What's up in Nashville tonight? Uh, uh, it's Nashville. Nashville. Okay. What's up in Nashville? Not much, just uh, got back from a uh, show. What show? I Travis saw Tritt. the Happy at the end. Who? The Happy Fits, uh, this uh, band. They, uh, they're actually from uh, Jersey. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very nice. What do you got for me, time. my friend? What do you got for me? I had a couple of uh, alternate realities. Let's hear it. What do you got? All right, so one is uh, Des Kadena gets kicked out, or get, leaves Black Flag. Yeah. And he left at exactly the right time to be wandering around uh, L.A. to run into Guns N' Roses. He's the lead guy of Guns N' Roses. Wait, so he ends up in Guns N' Roses. And who who does he replace in Guns N' Roses? He replaces Axl Rose. Yeah, then they don't become as popular, though. Oh, of course not, no, but... 
So then, then hair metal just becomes like it. Does, it never has a chance to be even have any other elements in it. Um, yeah. So then it uh, it uh, it just becomes Guns and Roses don't don't kind of drive bands like Poison out of the game, and those bands become bigger, and then they defeat grunge. Grunge doesn't stand a chance against the the new uh, the new Warrant album. Because Guns N' Roses did not weaken. Don't we spare ourselves from uh, post-grunge? Don't we have what? Don't we spare ourselves from a little post-grunge? Well, there's no such thing as grunge, so there's no such thing as post-grunge. Oof. Yeah, you got me there. Yeah. We go right from Guns N' Roses into Warrant into, um, (laughs) into New Metal. And New Metal starts earlier. Ooh. Do you think new metal gets better? No, new metal. Uh, new metal would actually have elements of hair metal in it then, <laughs> rather than kind of like harder metal. So they'd go more for the high pitch kind of stuff. Yes. Instead of the. Uh... Hmm. Yeah, that's how it would be for all those bands. Oof. You'd love it. Though. Yeah, You'd fun. love it. Trust me. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Besho, hi. Hey, Tom, how are you? I'm good. To whom am I speaking? This is Tom in North Carolina. Welcome. Um, I had one for the topic. What do you got? What if Crashing never got canceled and it became kind of a Game of Thrones thing where the show got ahead of the reality of Pete Holmes' career? Hold on a second. So the show Crashing, the Pete Holmes vehicle, never gets canceled. It gets canceled after three seasons. Does not get canceled in this reality. Keeps going to where to where it is huge. Right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, like it, it explodes and it progresses faster than. So, okay, so I get what you're saying. So the story, the story elements, they're burning through them so much that it goes past present day Pete Holmes is what you're saying. Right. Yeah, I think that's a very interesting thing. So Pete Holmes would be playing a version of himself in a reality that never happened. And everyone's waiting for Pete Holmes to determine what happens next on the show? Yeah, I but think. Well, of... no, I think he would have to. He would have to be playing catch up. Then he would find out what he was going to do in his life based on what the writers came up with. Wouldn't that be something? Because the scripts are ahead of his life, so now suddenly he's like, "Well, I guess I have to get a a coke habit." Because they wrote my character having one, so in real life I will get one a year from now. I guess I have to take on the Me Too movement. Yeah. Exactly. And then the writers start just putting things where he punches himself in the face. Because then he actually has to do it in real life also. And they write in, why are you hitting yourself? Yeah. Yeah, that he's doing that to himself. Why are you hitting yourself? Why are you hitting yourself? Was that, is, anything as fr- is there anything on earth that's as frustrating as a big kid doing that to a little kid? Why are you hitting yourself? Why are you hitting yourself? That like teaches everyone everything that's wrong about humanity. 
Why are you hitting yourself? Why are you hitting yourself? I'm not. I'm not. You're hitting me with my hand. Yeah, you're just bigger than me Yeah, right now. And you keep telling me I'm doing it. You keep asking me why I'm dumb enough to hit myself. I'm not at all. There's only I would stop this right now if yes, I could. If I was strong enough, I would not be hitting myself. Why are you hitting yourself? Why are you hitting yourself? Maybe the most frustrating thing in existence. I agree. Thank you, buddy. Best show, hi. Game of Thrones. Thank you. Best show, hi. Last call. What's up, buddy? Hello? Yeah, hi. Oh, hi. How are you? I'm all right. What's up? I can't believe I went straight to you. Oh, how about that? But, yeah, just calling. I actually uh, can't listen to the show okay. on my laptop, so I don't know what the topic is. Okay. Well, thanks for calling anyway. I appreciate that. And uh, it's been a great show, everybody. Go to my Twitter and check out the uh, the uh, GoFundMe for, the, for Ryan and Stephanie. And uh, let's hear something from Hash Redactor on the way out. The new album on Goner is out. Uh, Drek Sound. It's great. We're going to hear bad advice on the way out. Best show will be back next week. Thanks for listening. <laughs>